everybody. Welcome to an extra special episode of Frame Trap. Joining me this episode, we have Ian Hink. It's Don! And Don! The first time Don Casanova has ever been on Frame Trap. Hello. How are you doing, Don? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm going to be hosting you through this. I am Ben Moore. And uh, Don, easy allies. Uh, Brandon just had a kid. He's a father for the first time. You uh, are a father. How, How old is Charlie at this point? He's a little over two years old now. Turned okay. two in March. Turned two in March. Yeah. Whole, ha- whole different world from what Jonesy's going on. Right? And there's a bunch of different worlds every month. Right. How? <laughs> okay, so I'm obviously I'm not a dad. Yeah. What is it like being a dad and fitting in video games? Like, how does that process work for you? Oh, yeah. It's extremely challenging. I'm still adjusting to it. Sure. I mean, you really got to... There's quite a bit of just, like, it's pretty unbelievable how you learn to, like, new ways of managing your time. Yeah. But also, you do have to sacrifice, make sacrifices (laughs) sometimes, (laughs) you know? Um, I can't go on, like, you know, 30-hour straight binges of Jurassic Evolution, World Evolution, like I may want to <laughs> anymore, you know, without people suffering. Do you, do you like, wistfully think of those days where you're like, oh, man, 30-hour binges of, of Jurassic World Evolution. I miss those. Yeah, you. I mean, you yearn for that sometimes, I think. Yeah. But, um, Look what's on the Coke can. <gasps> ah, Jurassic, Jurassic World, World right this summer. Ah. Um... um <laughs> But uh, obviously, as the cliche goes, which is true, as uh, you probably hear a million times, there's a lot of positive sides to it also, though, obviously, that, like, you know, fulfill you in amazing ways. So, you know, that's life. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to sacrifice certain things, you know, make new time. But it is amazing. Time management is incredible how much much you can... uh, Rework your schedule to fit tons of stuff in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has it changed, I guess, like the platforms that you play on or the types of games that you play at all? Or Definitely the types of games. I mean, honestly, it's like uh, I almost pretty much don't take on many uh, RPGs <laughs> or anything in sure. any sense of the word anymore recently uh, in the last few couple of years. And, uh, and also, I mean, in general, I somewhat steer clear of like strictly plot-driven games like, uh, you know... Um, uh, what would be a good example of like a good game, but that just uh, um, Last of Us, for sure. instance, something like that, where you're just, you know, have to be connected emotionally to the story, and and if you have a little break in a weird place, it can really disrupt that flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, that's in a lot of ways. That's how I've been uh, in a, in a lot of cases. Like you know, I tend to prefer not like arcade style gameplays, but games where you can just get in, get out, and you're not always having to remember. Even if it has a story, that's not so critical to what the funnest aspects of the game maybe are. Absolutely. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Ian, do you feel like? Just throughout your life, the way that you play video games have cha- has changed pretty dramatically. Uh, yeah. I mean, I play when I when I visit my son at the juvenile correction center. <laughs> uh, we do we play a little Switch. They let me bring my Switch. Yeah. What, what do you what do you, you can slip your... the Joy-Con yeah, through yeah, the I little? Slip the Joy-Con uh, through what is your what is your slot. child's name? Huh? What is your child's name? Uh, also Charlie. Oh, <laughs> coincidentally, wow. I don't yeah, know if I ever named him after. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I ever talked. I said, I said, Don, you've gotten the second chance. I'll never have. Set him right. Set him right. Have the two Charlies ever met? No, no, God no. 
no. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't want be... a bad influence. No, yeah, that would be. It's crazy I mean, you know, that. I love my kid, but oof. It's crazy <laughs> that the reason you hate Smash Brothers is because Charlie loves it so much. Yeah. It just yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that was the source of our original falling out. We've since paved it over. Life's too short. But... Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you bond over? Uh, Any snipper well, clips action? Mario Maker. Yeah, we played a little snipper clips. Uh,. He uh, he deals with some rage, so uh, sometimes we would hit a little roadblock emotionally there, and uh, Mrs. Uh, they call her Mrs. Thorazine, but that's not a real name. I don't know what her real name is, but the they nurse made would up? come. Oh, Mrs. Thorazine? No, yeah, there's a nurse that comes and gives them. You know, when they ha- get upset. Anyway, it's a whole thing, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Lately, Mario Maker. We've been playing that together. Hey, what do you what do you say we talk about some Mario Maker? Sure, sure. <laughs> it's I crazy that it. you've been playing Mario Maker one when Mario Maker two is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they what? have to vet them. I'm <laughs> talking about uh, Mario Maker two. Uh, so we're kind of coming at this from different perspectives. I haven't spent a single second making a level, and I feel like maybe you, mo- you guys have spent most of your time making levels. And so I guess from a creative perspective, how do you feel Mario Maker one and two compare to each other? Uh, I mean, well, I've I've only really made levels using the stylus. I haven't tried using a controller at all. Mm-hmm. And we we streamed it the opening night. Yeah. And he he got the TV. He he drew the short straw <laughs> yeah. and got the TV. So he had to use controllers. I've n- still never done it. Uh-huh. Is it terrible? I don't know. No, it's not terrible. But <clears throat> it it took a, there was a little fumbling around at first, and uh, there still is a a little bit. But um, even with this the stylus uh. It also has its challenges. You know, it's so funny. I've said it kind of before, but the original Mario Maker for the Wii U mm-hmm. was like, I think, the just most perfect marriage between software and hardware. Mm-hmm. That ever, I don't know what you'd call it, but the way the gamepad was for the Wii U, everything about it in conjunction with how it worked with the first Mario Maker was so unbelievably perfect. Right. And so that was one of my early concerns with this game where the fact that they weren't ad- showing the stylus in the same kind of way as they were before, all this stuff, and also just trying to imagine it, I just didn't see how it was going to be equal to even or better than the original, which so far I gotta say it really quite isn't just in terms of that interaction you know the mm-hmm. way uh, even on undocked mode it's you're really like for after a couple hours you know my, my, my hand cramps anyway playing uh, Switch after a couple hours straight yeah. on, on undocked yeah. but uh Especially with Mario Maker, because you're always holding it with one hand, pretty yeah. much, right? And, yeah. the, and the, my hand was definitely getting tired when I was trying to make the pinball level. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> those thin, you know, uh, little with without having the handle that the Wii U right. gamepad had, it makes such a difference. Um, it's it seemed like Mario Maker one was designed around the hardware, whereas Mario Maker two kind of adapted to what the mm. the Switch is. Yeah. Um, but when you when you say it's it's not quite as good, not not quite a, as good of a marriage there. Like, how dramatic do you think is that for you? Like, is it is it like, oh man, this this isn't nearly as good as Mario Maker One, or like this this mostly works, but it's not quite as good as Mario Maker One. Right. Yeah, it's just not quite as good. I would say. I mean, even honestly, using the control, the game, uh, the the Pro Controller. When you're docked, is uh, it works quite good to the po- to the point where like when I jump back on touchscreen, I'm almost kind of trying to use those controls sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, because it automatically switches to touchscreen and kind of disables. I think you're right, joystick in the same kind of way and stuff. 
Um, so it's serviceable. Like it works. It works good enough, I think, with yeah. the way they've done it. It's just before it was like flawless. Sure. It was flawless. It was so unbelievable, Even including the touchscreen itself, the interaction with the touchscreen itself. It's good now. It's really not a, like problematic. But it, before it was perfect. Right. It was perfect. But like with the game itself, though, like with all the new features and like slope, sloping hills. Oh, and, yeah. And like I find Mario Maker 2 has within it, you know, controls aside, way so much more stuff. Like it's yeah. a much better game, oh, I yes. find, it's... than one mm-hmm. in that regard. Yes. So it's like kind of you, you have to take, you have to relearn how to use it, but a little bit. But I think. As a game, it's oh man. Yeah, playing it, I there hasn't been a moment where I'm like, oh, I wish this was. I just like if I look at it real critically in that sense, you know, there's a noticeable difference. But sure. yeah, um, the fun is still through the roof. There's no, you know, we're just scratching the surface so far. Um, is there like I said, I, I've only been playing Mario Maker Two. I did the the story, and then I'm doing user created levels. I'm just playing through them, but from a creation standpoint, are, is there anything that they do within the game that makes it easier to do on Switch? Like, have they changed the interface mm. in terms of how you're just fi- scrolling mm. through your toolbox, essentially, and placing things out in the level to to make it easier? The first thing that pops to my mind is they sort of have adopted phone touchscreen language mm. more that like mm. on the wii u you would shake things to mm. change their properties sometimes right which is weird like yeah. Yeah. it's definitely a different like a quirky little like nintendo wii u kind of a thing whereas now you long press on stuff and the menu pops do you like miss you that quirkiness at all I've definitely tried to shake things a couple mm-hmm. of times. I don't think it does anything. Yeah, the, and that's the another interesting thing that goes directly back to the hardware because, forgive me, I don't know the two names of the ty- types of touchscreen, right? Capacitive that, and so, the other one. Yeah, so before, <laughs> it, w- when you shook it, that was like a good feeling because mm-hmm. you're shaking on a slit. It almost felt like you're just scratching ice with like a slippery piece of plastic. So it was like nice. It was like there's no friction there a or anything. A feeling we all know well. <laughs> now, now, here, the ice cube demonstration. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Um, uh, I was trying to describe no, a frictionless I, I sensation <laughs> that people could envision easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with you. Ice. I was with you until he had pointed it out, and I just couldn't help but laugh. Yeah, How yeah, would yeah. you describe a frictionless um, uh, experience well, that no, most people it. could relate to? The way your screen curious. was like a velveteen, there, there and you go. scratched it with like a ball bearing. Yeah, but like a roll, a frictionless ball bearing. An oil-soaked, an oil-soaked ball, ball bearing with, with like, like tongs. Thirty, what viscosity? Oh. Synthetic, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, synthetic. <laughs> I feel like uh, certain combinations of guests on this show provide <laughs> different <laughs> uh, different tones, and th- that whole conversation right there, that little like yeah. one minute segment, couldn't um. get it without Ian and Dodd. <laughs> well, yeah, but but it felt good. Anyway. It felt good, yeah, yeah. and whereas now shaking feels silly, right? Because there's friction. You, you feel like a fool. You feel like a fool. There's it, so every much time friction. you try, you're like, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> what a fool um, I've been. One thing I have noticed though that I would say is an improvement for sure, and I haven't gotten into the game nearly enough yet to you know. So I'm sure there's more. But the most immediate thing, the wheel uh, menus, I do like them yeah. <clears throat> because they categorize everything in a much easier to understand understand and quicker to navigate way. So before you sort of, it was a big grid pattern that wasn't really organized that clearly. And so you just sort of memorized where everything was yeah, to you'd, find you'd it have to pro- previously, but you'd have time. to search a lot. Whereas now, 
not only is each wheel a category, you know, enemies, power up, et, et cetera, but they've got like a sub menu on top that you can quickly jump through the mm. category. So when you want to locate something, it seems like it's like a lot easier, which nice. is nice. Yeah. Only once or twice have there been like, I've assumed something would be under gizmos and it was under terrain or something, yeah. something like that. I don't remember the example, but like that's only happened a couple of times. Their categorization is pretty good. Yeah, I think I haven't noticed yet. I wonder, though, is there a way to bring up those sub menus of characters from the wheel instead of like if you want it to be a red Koopa oh. instead of green? Do you I have to do it with a touch screen? You know, the I, wonder, I haven't tried long pressing on the wheel. Yeah, I just I wonder thought if of you that. Could. But like you can't. The one that's a little weird is like it's two steps to get like to place a blue block. You know, you have to put a red, change it to blue, and then it changes your tool to a blue. Mm, you know, mm. the, so there are a few little weird things like that, but they're not they're not bad or clunky yeah. really. It's just it makes sense within the logic of the the thing, and it's an elegant way to do it. Instead of having four hundred things on the menu, they have a right. hundred, and then each of them have four Fire. yeah sub things. Do you think the the magic is still there in the same way because I just feel like the attitude around the original Mario Maker was this This is just so novel and the way they did it is just so quirky and clever and it just was, you know, people didn't get, it, there hadn't been a, a creation game like that that I think people really rallied around in that way before. Obviously there were things like Little Big Planet, but it felt yeah. very different. Um, I think it was the simplicity of 2D Mario that right. people really got behind. Do you is is the spark as strong for Mario Maker 2? Absolutely. I think I mean you said the two things I was going to say is like the novelty of the first one is one of the things that made it so special mm -hmm. and the simplicity of Mario and just how perfect like how well controlling Mario is uh you know it's the perfect storm of like an intuitive like it's a kind of a weird learning curve for Mario Maker but it it's not as hard by any stretch as Little Big Planet or certainly not as hard as Dreams right um, and it's even way simpler than Trials or any of these other oh, level yeah, makers yeah, it's yeah, just like simple. you can you can you can clunk around for like i don't know 20 30 minutes in Mario Maker and then make like you know understand enough to make a decent level mm -hmm. you know in the next hour or whatever and it so the magic is still there you know with bells on it's it's and i do think they they they've put more like the fact that it has like a pretty robust story pretty mm -hmm. cute like quaint little story mode um yeah to me the novelty is still there too kind of i don't know i just think it's it's like my favorite game this year so far for sure yeah, yeah I mean, what's great about this the story is you really just t get to a point where you have a ton of choice where it's like, oh, this is something, like, it's just a collection of levels, and they're very clearly marked by difficulty. And so if I want to break from, like, user-created levels or doing yeah. something else, I can just go in there and do a story level real quick and know that it's of pretty high quality, and then I can pop out. Or I can do a bunch altogether. And I think that flexibility and just having that story mode there in the way that it is works pretty well. And they didn't, like, phone it in? Like, mm -hmm. I expected the story mode to literally just be, like... I mean, it is a list of levels, but mm -hmm. there there's a little overworld thing and, like, sort of, and, like, it's kind of funny. There are yeah. things that happen that made me laugh. Like, there's a thing that happens with Yamamura, the, the, the tutorial bird, like, halfway through the story that I was, like, actually thought was really funny. Yeah, it's it's nice, like, when you go and you're like, oh, I'm going to go over here a little bit, and then you find another character yeah. and you get a, <laughs> another set of levels. Yeah, it is, it's nice. Um, I, I wouldn't say, like... 
anything has blown my mind with it, but I do appreciate that it is. Like I said, it's quaint. Yeah, it is. I think quaint is a good word for it. I'm happy that it exists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the magic, yeah, it hasn't lost the magic at all. I mean... I know that, like the level, of, for instance, that we started on the uh, stream, I was like, pick that. I was like, oh, I'm just going to finish that real quick. Like, I'm just going to finish that end part I needed to do real quick the other morning I got on. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up like, oh, it's sort of getting a different idea. Then sort of getting a different idea. And go, going, going, going. And like, you know, it was like three and a half hours later. I was just going to finish it up real quick to publish it for like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like lost in making it. Yeah. And yeah, to what you said, it's like you can spend... Mario is like so well known universally, right? The simple act of jumping on a platform, mushroom in the question mark. Like everyone knows Mario and feels comfortable with Mario to a certain extent, like people that don't play games even, right? It's yeah. In a lot of sense. And uh, so the understanding's there. And yeah, just the style of game, super simple. In 20 minutes, you make a wonderful little fun little thing, but then, you know, 20 days and you can make a masterwork, you know? Right, yeah. And so That's that a lot of complexity is right. there. Right. But, uh, and then um, the only thing that surprises me a little bit, I mean, is that <clears throat> there still are quite a few limitations in terms of like the assets they give you right off the bat. Like I'm a mm-hmm. little surprised they didn't give you more things that they you know, from each uh, specific game and Mm. stuff like that. And in the original one, when it came out, that happened and we kind of assumed it was going to be, well, they're going to release several DLC packs with assets. Mm -hmm. And that never happened really at all, other than sort of the promotional type things they did with the Mercedes car and all that weird stuff. But they uh, added checkpoints later, I They did add a couple little... uh, yeah, that's but the, true. They did those are that. more like patches than they were sort of like up, patch like DLCs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so here you do have more, definitely more backgrounds and all that. But there yeah. still are certain odd limitations and certain they held back. You know, you say I'm, there's so many things from like Super Mario, where like why aren't the right. dolphins there? Little things like that, you know, and like a lot of the creatures or. Uh, so it's curious, or, or why do you have to, you know, why can you only do the raising water on the forest background and things like that? There are, I'm sure there's still a lot I have to discover about the game, though. So. Sure, sure, sure. Do you think, even with all the new stuff that they've added into Mario Maker 2, there are too many limitations? Or <clears throat> maybe not too much. There's enough there, right, mm. that it's a very satisfying, wonderful game. It's just having... And and a lot of those limitations, as we've said many times in the past, that like breeds the creativity, That's right? Having limited say, yeah, stuff yeah. to work with really truly does make you more creative solutions. You find it, which is great. But um, I was surprised because of how limited it was that they didn't just blow that part out of it and being like, "We're giving you everything," you know. Right. Which was kind of the feeling I got when they first showed the slope and you slid down and there's right. like all those creatures. I was like, "Oh, they're just going to throw everything in the kitchen sink in this one now. This is going to be great," you know. I mean, maybe they still will, but they wanted. Right. I mean, like the original game, they locked most of the assets out by actual days right. of getting. Oh, which that was weird. Yeah, asinine. Yeah, yeah that was. But weird. Uh, obviously, thankfully, they did not do that yeah. this time. But maybe they are going to add more things in DLC this time they in, may, in yeah. sort of that kind of a way, except they're controlling it. And instead of days, it's like weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's wouldn't certainly, be mad at yeah. them for that, I guess. No, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be cool. But uh, there's enough to work with, for sure. I mean... <laughs> and like you said, like limitation breeds ingenuity, yeah. for sure. I, I kind of almost... I almost prefer that there's not just like a crazy amount of stuff mm-hmm. just because it makes you think like, oh, okay, I could use... I could use these little cannon blasters to weigh down this seesaw and you know, do like really weird it's, stuff. It's crazy <laughs> how just a, a couple of things, just a few quick examples of 
items that weren't in Mario Maker 1 that can make levels feel completely different. Like, mm. nothing that I played in Mario Maker 1 exactly. Like, the, the cart has really uh, led to some pretty oh, cool, yeah. creative things. And the claw, the way that the people yeah. use the claw oh, is, like, yeah. not... Everybody uses it, it feels like, in a slightly different way. Uh, and it's been interesting to see all those applications. I feel like with Mario Maker... You get a pretty good sampling of like the spectrum of humanity. Like <laughs> you get the people where you're like, I don't know how you could be so clever and just like really pushing themselves uh, to be creative. And then you get the other people where it's like, you just you don't like people, and that's <laughs> how you're choosing to express it is through this Mario Maker level. Well, and like what I love about it is the the shared community and even the story levels. Like I, I made that pinball level, and mm. I used donut floor whatever and springs all the way up to simulate the launch mechanism of a pinball machine and then one of the story levels uh where you're supposed to like fall down and not touch the ground used the donut floor things and the new um tornado i can't remember what they're called whirlwind yeah um a whole row whirlwind things and i was like oh that's (laughs) <laughs> that's basically exactly what I did except with whirlwinds and it's faster so it's mm-hmm. like a better way to do what I did but I, I love stuff like that where you can come up with totally different solutions to the same problem mm-hmm. and both are valid and and it's you see that kind of creativity going on all the time like what what one person will use to do a thing another person will use something totally different to do the same thing and it's just right. so cool and uh, you can like take ideas from each other in the story mode and everything. It's neat. Just I love it. watching other allies play your guys' level and, and Kyle's level <laughs> is Kyle's level man. so fascinating. I, I love the process of like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm. Like that moment that you have as creators where somebody pushes your level in a different way and it kind of like expands your your like idea of what a player is going to do and then I'm sure that informs you when you make your next level and just that that process it, it feels it feels like real game it feels like the process that actual game developers would go through that, that with, thing that with Kyle, testing the thing that Kyle did where you go through the door and are in that like airship oh, God. I was like, such a gr- Yeah, that was, that was brilliant. <laughs> I was, like, I was oh still thinking God. about that the other day. I was like, that was such a brilliant. Perfectly timed? Yeah. Like, I don't know how he did that. I mean, so... I know how he did it, but it's just like, whoa. It was really clever. I feel like uh, part of the reason that I haven't made a level yet is I just get so intimidated. Because, And here's where that feeling comes from. And I want to know if either of you have gotten that same feeling where I'll go and I'll play a level and I'll be like, I, I would never think of that. That's so... Clever, mm. and then the, you're then you think to yourself, "I'll never think of something that clever." Do you ever have those moments where you just see something that that's just either so well executed or or so inventive that it discourages you? I guess I usually get that with film and music. Mm. If I hear sure. something that just like transcendent, and I'm just like, "Well, I'll never make anything that good." Right. But it's like you can't get caught up in that kind of thinking. For you sure. just got to kind of go for it in this life. You know, <laughs> you just kind of do stuff. Don, as is a Mario Maker expert, do you ever get that sensation? <laughs> Not that sensation. I like definitely recognize when I see, uh, like Kyle's level, for instance. I was like, wow, I probably would never think of something like that. It's so clever, mm-hmm. but it's like respect. You feel you don't feel. I personally don't feel intimidation by that. I just feel like. It's like like a lot of the music levels you see people do a lot oh. of posted where they you know do a whole musical automated mm-hmm. Mario's just you don't even move and he's <laughs> being moved through the whole level. Uh, yeah. It's just like, wow, it's awesome. It's like exciting. If anything, it's like sort of motivating because it gets you excited and you just recognize like, oh, well, the style of what I create is different, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I get caught up in, though, is like I'm 
so hesitant to re- release anything until it's sure. like so right in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of times that can hold you back. But um, that's not a problem I've had. Ever. But like when you, <laughs> you know, have it's for that reason, because when you actually see people playing it, it's like suddenly you, you played this part of you, you've play tested this one section a million times. Right. And then they play it like once and suddenly they're doing they things, do the way I was dying on the claw. With, yeah. <laughs> with level, yeah. Like, I wasn't aware someone could even right. uh, accomplish that. Well, then Kyle gets mad at you. He's like, you're just do- not doing it the way I would do it. It's wrong. You're wrong. That was funny, though. It's so funny. Um, so run me, run me through the process of kind of formulating a level where like how do you come up with the idea how do you like roughly implement the idea and then how do you refine it and then when do you know i guess when to stop when when do, when does your Oof. perfectionist brain finally let go um you're the perfectionist yeah it's not a <laughs> non-perfectionist <laughs> yeah. can answer as well i yeah, just I start yeah and then when I'm tired of it, I stop. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Like, I, I don't mean, want to like, do this anymore. You know, once the idea is there uh-huh. and there aren't any, like, cheat... Like, I had to... I definitely reworked a lot of stuff in the pinball thing because I was like, oh, man... It was too easy to get crushed between music note blocks, and I was like, "That's not intended. I don't want you to be able to die, uh, you know, or at least make it hard." So some some creators will make these like really hard levels, but yeah. they'll put like a cheat, a secret way to beat it yeah, yeah. for themselves. How do you guys feel about that? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess if they've tested the real way too, because hmm. I mean that's in the spirit of Mario, right? Like original Mario. There are secret like skips sure. and like yeah. that's kind of part of the glory Got the of more it. pipes. Yeah. Even in the uh, story mode, I've noticed a couple of secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just I love that kind of stuff. So I mean, if it's like that kind of mentality, that's totally fine. But yeah, if they're like the real level is actually impossible and they're going to beat their heads against it until they find this exploit. I mean, you know what? I'm fine with that too. <laughs> it's just like that's Mario Maker, baby. It's yeah. neat when they <laughs> include though, if they do take that strategy, you know, at least include something so that. Once you're aware of the secret, if you choose to do the harder way, you don't get, you know, maybe a true ending, but something you yeah. bonus the experience you're that's great at fun, that. you're great you know, at, at least at least that is nice because then the person has some kind of satisfaction. They don't feel like, you yeah. know, <laughs> I remember back in the old Don's design lab, there would be levels that you would do where it was like, uh, this way is way harder, but it's worth it because you save Yoshi or whatever. And yeah. I, love, I love that stuff. <laughs> I really like seeing next to a course uh, just who completed it the fastest mm. um, because I, I've that was that in Mario Maker 1 as well the I think so but I don't remember the what just the time just the just like here's here's the fastest time I this, believe so okay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I really like it because I feel like that the, it just gives you in a different frame of mind where it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to check out all of these levels. It's like, oh, how did this person do this in 26 seconds? Right. Um, and you just you think about it in a different way, which is really There neat. was a person who beat my first level in 26 seconds, I think, something mm-hmm. like that, which I was just like, whoa. And he sent me a video. They, right. I'm not sure if it's a guy or a girl or what, but they sent me a video uh, of themselves beating it, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, th- here's a person who's just understands Mario, <laughs> like you know, more than I do." Uh, but they said a funny thing that they, they and some other person were trading off world records on my level oh, nice. for like an evening. Yeah. Like they kept looking and they were like, ah, oh! <laughs> they beat me. And they did would they, go back in. Did they like talk to each other online? Or I don't them? know. Okay. I think well, the game, the game like tells you i think if someone beats yeah, your record they, you yeah get notifications yeah i haven't had a well i did have a world record on that celestial speed run one that takes 20 seconds to beat mm-hmm. but i think everyone who beats it beats it in the same amount yeah. of time 
So I didn't get credit for the world record, but my time was exactly the same as the world record because I think everybody gets the world if you record. Could, if you could limit yourself to one thing that you would want to add to Mario Maker 2, what would Ooh. it be? The first thing that pops to mind, I think, would be the cage uh, walls from Super Mario World with mm-hmm. the little panels that could flip you around. Mm-hmm. Wait, those aren't in it? They're in the 3D one. Okay, there, yeah. they are in the 3D one? Because they're yeah, in one I think of the story right. levels. Yes, but yes, I, yeah. I was actually just thinking about that. I was going to say, I thought I saw them in one of the trailers, but I haven't... Maybe they're there. I haven't found them at all in Super Mario World, though. If they're there, I, boy, I would that be a nice surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They may I, be there. I really like I, I know what you're I talking about. I haven't fully really like uh, explored let the game know. for sure. If you know yeah, how to get them. I think you're right, though, because I feel they're like I played that. Yeah. Well, they're in the story mode, but the story mode contains several things that you can't do. Like that's the, where carrying I'm a heavy stone, too. having a toad follow you, you mm. can't do that apparently in the real levels, huh. in the maker Yeah, yeah I could have sworn I saw a shot of the... Which up, is but, uh, hmm. I feel like you may have just given yourself a gift, because now you're so. going to boot up That's there, that would be great. You're going to hit that. <laughs> uh, man, I feel like we could probably talk about Mario Maker 2 the rest of the show. Forever. We could probably talk about it forever. <laughs> um after a while, we'd, we would just want to play it so much, we would probably yeah. just leave and go play it. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm playing it right <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm playing it in my mind. I, I guess last question, what made you stop playing Mario Maker 1? I never had a Wii U, so I was sure. just playing it <laughs> that on... That would... That's <laughs> a pretty I mean, good answer. My roommate has one, so like we, right. would, we got it. He bought it literally just so we could play Mario Maker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, I don't know, It just it's on the Wii U, man. Like, mm-hmm. you just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I went back to it a couple times, but I had my Wii U once I had to move. Once there wasn't room for the Wii U anymore, um, I had it in my drawer and I took it out a couple times. But then I lost the uh, gamepad charge cable somewhere, oh, no. and since then I don't think I've played my Wii U <laughs> at yeah. all. Actually, I, so. my Wii U gamepad could not hold a charge very well. Yeah, I pretty much either. had to have that thing plugged in all the time. Yeah. I feel like that was always yeah. We always had to have our yeah. the game shows on plugged yeah. in all the time. Yeah, and so you'd have to like have that plugged in, and then you have to have the Wii U plugged in, and yeah, it's just too many plugins. It's just too many plugins. Now you're playing Mario Maker. I can just play wherever it on my want. wherever I want <laughs> on the couch. Not on the couch. Uh, Don, there's a, there's another game uh, that I've I've written a review script for. I've I've been playing a, a fair bit of, and I really like it, and mm. I think you really like it too. And that is Samurai Showdown. Yes. Um. It's been really fun for me because I haven't played Samurai Showdown really at all, like, since I was a kid just, like, stumbling upon it in, like, a pizzeria or an arcade or something. And so I wasn't familiar with it in the way that I'm I'm familiar with other fighting games. And I really like it because it it just feels so different than everything else out there. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's easy to not realize that at first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. But, yeah, once you start playing it, it's unmistakable that just – I don't know how you'd word it, the timing of what you do, the uh, the anticipation, the patience, and right. uh, it's just not about, what, a flurry of combos and constant aggression. Right. You, it's all about, like, positioning and timing and yeah. sort of, like, I guess mind games in a way. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. it sounds cool. Yeah, it is. It's... Um, it's the kind of thing where I, you you just have... There are the, the mechanically and just the way that they do damage... Where, like, the momentum of the match feels like it's constantly shifting. Yeah. Where 
you'll be like, oh man, I'm doing so well. Yeah. And then they'll get one heavy strike in and you're like, I'm losing. You're like, I'm dead? <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I'm dominating to I'm dead? <laughs> right. That right. Like, so wait, it, I'm completely uninitiated. It used sure. to be an arcade game? Yeah, I've never I mean, even like heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they've had games. console releases as well. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, so it's 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 a weapon-based fighting game, and so it's it's two D, but everybody has a weapon, and because everybody has a weapon, I feel like a lot of the characters have so much range and can just do so much damage. Uh, but what makes it so exciting to watch is there are moments like you can just disarm people. Oh. So if if you know an attack is coming, you can parry it and flip the sword out of their hand. And if you have this meter known as the rage meter full, you can do this weapon flip flipping technique, basically a super. You can also disarm them, and that it's just it's such a great moment within the match because like it makes the other when it happens to you, you're just like I need it, I need that <laughs> weapon, or I'm going to lose. And like they're trying to protect it, and so you got to find the right time to get in and pick your weapon back yeah. up so you can get uh. back into the fray. Um, and it's just really cool. And I really like the way that it looks, yes. uh, especially in motion. It's very colorful. Um, and I think they do, the characters have very big personalities yeah. about them, uh, which I really like. Uh, there's a new character, Darley, who's this, this shipwright. And she has this like giant saw, saw sword. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, John is somebody who, who has played and enjoyed Samurai Shona in the past. Um, yeah. What do you like, I guess, specifically about this 2019 iteration? For Yeah, so for me, Samurai Showdown, I discovered in the arcades when I was younger, right? I loved going to the arcades. But and it, it Samurai Showdown has a huge legacy. I mean, it's such a popular game, but it's sort of like that. It's Would you agree? It's, I guess it's like behind Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, maybe the third biggest arcade fight? No, Tekken would probably beat that. Uh, maybe there's yeah. quite a few above it. I don't know. It just seems like Samurai Showdown is such a... It's like a really big, well-known franchise, but it still is like hiding underneath the surface of mainstream uh, awareness. <laughs> I do think I do think part of it is like where you grew up yeah. as well. It'll change a little bit. Like growing up in the Midwest, I feel like what was popular in the arcade was was a little skewed. But I would definitely say Street Fighter. I would say Tekken. I would say Mortal Kombat. I would say uh, Soul Calibur as well. Oh yeah, Soul yeah, Calibur yeah. Two especially felt like it yeah. was very big uh, in the arcades, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what I, I think they've done a great job with the new one. I mean, uh, paying homage to the original series. I mean, it's yeah. It was all about like really unique, interesting personalities on the characters. Um, really colorful sprites back in the day. Big sprite, big characters that were like unusual to see. Yeah. And then uh, the scale of the stages too. You know, it was the first game I remember that would like zoom out as you're fighting to mm-hmm. show while you're get farther apart to like show the whole scale of everything you animal some of the fighters have animal companions that they can use moves with Yo. when you lose your weapon you still have you know a, a, a move set like a yeah. separate move set which is kind of cool you Do know you have so it on I, switch no, no. I, I got it on uh, ps4 um, yeah yeah but um, I was like, I want to play this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the new one feels a lot th- really similar, and it looks similar in many ways, too. Um, it feels like it plays pretty similar, which can be really challenging. I would say, I, you know, at first, especially, I was like, still not quite in, uh, you know, immediately into the groove of it. It's a right. hard game to just get into the groove of compared to other games where you can sort of just like start playing and you're doing cool moves, mashing a little bit. You right. know what I mean? This one, you can't get away with any mashing yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it seems like. Um, 
Yeah, I, I've, uh, something that I talked about in the review that I think is is absolutely true is in, in other fighting games, especially when you're just trying to learn them, it can be difficult figuring out like when to attack. Like, oh man, this guy is doing this kind of this rush down assault against me. Like, when am I safe to strike back? And you kind of have to feel it out over time. Samurai Showdown, it's not really like that. It's like, mm. okay, we're kind of like dancing with each other. They poked at me. Okay, I successfully block it. Like, your, your opportunities, I think, are a little bit more clearly signaled. And it's, it, things aren't moving, it feels like, quite as fast. And so uh, you really have to think about when you're going to attack because a lot of things that you do, you commit to them so hard that if you don't connect with them just, or they get blocked, yeah, like you'll open. just get destroyed by one heavy yeah. uh, attack. Are there faints? Sure. Can you do faints in it? Some moves you can. You can you can faint where it's like, oh, I think I'm going to... I, I do the start of this, but I don't go all the way through. Not everything you can faint, mm. but some things you can. You can, like, yeah, the parrying is big and dodging, like swinging out of the way real quick. Yep. Um, uh, and... Uh, a lot of the, uh, the way they did the graphic style, I really love. It's interesting how they still kept it like traditional two, 2D in so many interesting ways, even though there are 3D elements to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, like the backgrounds, it's like they purposely made it seems like they tried to make it feel flat in a yeah. lot of ways, you know, and almost like paint, you know, not necessarily a painterly style, but like yeah. it feels like a flat image in a lot of ways, which is a really interesting choice, especially like. Um, the forest with the waterfall and they have that waterfall effect where it just looks like a flat like there's no depth to it at all which is just an interesting sort of like tip of their hat to the old ones because they had that same exact effect on the waterfall you know oh, cool. it's uh a, um, a big thing that i like about it is i feel like whether, whether you've played it a lot or you're just getting into it it's it's immediately exciting both from a spectator perspective and from a player perspective um and i think it really just comes down to the design because as you're taking damage, you're building up this, this meter, this rage meter. And when it's full, you do more damage. Mm. And so it's like, okay, well, even if you've been getting destroyed, your rage meter's full and you can do more damage with it. You have tools and some moves are enhanced when that rage meter is full. Uh, but you can also spend, you can consume that meter and do what is, some of these names are like gloriously goofy. Cult, you can do a rage explosion. <laughs> and... Um, like my you, son. Yeah. You do if you do a rage explosion, you do even more damage than when the meter is full, and you can do this this lightning blade attack, and it's very simple to do, but you just quickly dash across the screen, and how much of your rage explosion is left determines how much damage you'll do. But I mean you can do like 60-70% damage easily just doing that. <laughs> but if you go that way and you commit there and you do that rage explosion, your rage meter is gone for the rest of the match. Right. You don't, you cannot, even, so let's say you do it in round one and you get the round one victory, you don't have any rage going into round two. Well, you exploded it. Right, you exploded it and your opponent might. And you have these super special moves which also just do an absurd amount of damage and they're very, very flashy and some of them are pretty funny. Um but you only get one of those per match, whether or not it hits. Oh. And you can't just throw those out randomly and expect them to not get blocked. And so th those mind games, I, uh, like Don was mentioning before, like uh, I, I say this in the review, when somebody goes into a rage explosion, whether it's you or your opponent, it, it's like the whole attitude of the match changes. And so you might have had somebody that's playing really aggressively, and then you do that, and they're like, oh, no, like if I make one mistake 
they're going to hit me with that lightning blade attack and the whole match will end. And so it's it's so cool and exciting, even if you're just watching it, to see that atmosphere change and to feel that throughout the course it of the match. reminds me kind of a Bushido blade. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, people have definitely made that comparison, and I think it is pretty accurate. I love Bushido blade. Yeah. <laughs> and just to go off of what you say in terms of watch the spectacle of watching it, also they do just, yeah, the presentation is so fun. I mean, Samurai Showdown, all the old ones were known for, they did the classic Samurai thing when you get a certain critical hit it like hit the artery and they do the blood yeah. fountain thing yeah, yeah yeah but this one has like such cool blood effects right where it yeah. splashes the other character like perfectly and splatters uh, perfectly and mm. oh my god it's like super gory uh, move so all the blood animation it's like a great yeah f- super yes. fun game to watch yes. I think just dang I might have to try this spectacular. Game. I well, like we're playing swords. it we're playing it for the group stream well yeah. yeah I'm gonna get devastated by you guys I but. will too no I'm not any <laughs> uh, good at it I just no, like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> There are definitely times in in fighting games where, like, in the games where you just, like, get juggled until you're dead, that can be really frustrating. It doesn't mean that it's a bad game. It's just sometimes it can instill a feeling of frustration in you, a feeling of hopelessness. And here... I don't know. You you always feel like you have a chance. Yeah. I think, which is cool. That's not not cool. always. The saying always might be yeah, yeah. mischaracterizing it a little bit, but sometimes there are a lot try. of times. Yeah, where which, which tournament night was the was it Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle or something? Where I I was playing as that witch and I found that really cheesy move oh, and yeah. I, I <laughs> won the whole awesome. tournament because no one could stop me. I think it was <laughs> like the only tournament I've ever. I don't think it was Cross Tag Battle. I think yeah. it was Blaze Blue. It was Blaze Blue. Yeah. Oh, those ago. are two different games. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Um, I think that's like the only tournament I've won. Don, I have to say, so so I reviewed this game, and it's it, it was kind of a difficult review because just the actual fighting, I love it. Yeah. I, I really do. I love it. Um, and I'm not coming from a place of it's not the nostalgia with it. Like, I just really like it. It's on its own. But it just, as a full price package... It feels a little lacking. Like, agree, everything yeah. surrounding the fighting, like, none of it is great. Like, it's right. it's all... Mm. Some of it is serviceable. Some of it is just bad. But, like, the story mode is just a basic arcade mode. Like, it's fine, and you yeah. can change the CPU difficulty. Um, but, like, it's something where it's like, okay, well, you know, they show me an intro... They show me an outro when I beat the last boss. I do this a couple times, and then it's just kind of the same old, same old. Like, it doesn't remain exciting for very long. And you can download... Uh, ghost data from other players hmm. and they're like oh th- th- they really there was a feature that they were promoting and whether <laughs> I was fighting like a lower ranked ghost or a high ranked ghost they just didn't behave like people at all <laughs> like and they were there wasn't really a huge difference in their skill like they would just like spam jump all the time or just like spam dodge or or something and it just wasn't very much fun to fight them and Weird. so it's like well I don't want to do this then I, I i just wasn't getting um a whole lot out of it and i don't think the online system is especially great uh the casual lobby system is a, is a little weird it's a little weird just to figure out like how everything functions within it but like you'll do a match and then you go back out to the lobby and it will like eject everybody from where they were like it'll just reset the whole thing yeah. which is a little weird um, and you can do, you can like queue up for matchmaking, um, which is great. So you can like go into training mode and be like, Hey, I want to have fight requests on. I want to have ranked matches thrown at me when you find them. And so you go and you do that. 
and you'll go into the match, and then once that ranked match ends, rather than kicking you back to, say, training mode, it'll put you in the online menu. And so it's like, no, I, I want to go, go back to training. And so then you'll get done with the battle. you got to go back out of the menu. you got to go into training and then, like, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. It's, all, of the, all of these things are not, like, huge on their own. I just didn't find any of them particularly compelling or, or super well done or above and beyond, um, I guess, what you see in other games. And that, that was kind of disappointing because I really love the fighting so much. I also yeah. think... There's too much loading uh, that lasts Gosh, for a little bit too long. True, yeah. Would you agree with that? I agree completely. Yeah, I, I agree that the whole way that all the modes are set up, there's just oh, it seems like there's almost something odd about the way they do every single one. You know, even like <laughs> you're like, well, why isn't you know the story mode is the arcade mode, but why isn't it just like a regular arcade mode then? Or why mm-hmm. you know, um, there's a ton of loading and yeah, just a lot of odd ways that it's organized in terms of. Uh, how the match even in endurance mode is like really odd um yeah. but uh and also honestly the move sets like haven't really been expanded that much mm-hmm. you know there's a couple new characters few new sure. characters which is cool but the move sets for all the returning characters it's like yeah they have the they did they brought the cast back everyone looks great everyone does what they did before pretty good but it really doesn't feel like they added much to it in any way sure. yeah and i haven't played enough to like give it a fair judgment but i'm not like like so far i haven't been like more blown away with it than I was like part five special or something even necessarily which is not a great thing but you're like yeah it's a decent reboot they didn't mess it up Mm -hmm. but it does seem strange that it's like so basic reboot of just the they did all the bare minimum things really well Mm -hmm. but uh that definitely bare minimum it feels like $60 60 bucks yeah sounds like if it was 30 it'd be great the the, the, something that they did do however uh, is that if you Got the game like right around release. You get you could download you could kind of get the season pass for free, hmm. and so oh, the season yeah. pass is twenty dollars. But if you if you jump in and you're you're an early adopter, Samurai Show, and they're like, hey, we'll give that to you for free. <laughs> yeah, so I did is, that. Yeah, so I did that because uh, you remind me of the AI thing. They they were pushing it hard yeah. before the ghost how it's supposed to learn your play style. Yeah. They were pushing it hard. They had the one trailer which really, like, was saying, like, this is next-gen uh, artificial intelligence that'll understand, learn your play <laughs> style. And, like, yeah. And then, yeah, then when it was uh, spam dodging, I was like, this thing knows exactly how I play. <laughs> but, uh, it's true. Yeah. People but, are terrible. No, it's true. It's not that in any way, right? right? Like, it's just a silly tacked-on yeah. mode, it feels yes. like. And you're like, well, why would you make such a big deal about that? Because that mm-hmm. then feel, you know, they misled your expectations. I yeah, think, uh, it just, the whole ghost thing, they shouldn't have in made my that experience, like a, it felt like that was one really of the, pay off. Yeah, it was one of the pillars of what they were selling it mm-hmm. on, whereas it really is like an extra mode that's, uh, like, just quirky. Um, something that I do want to say, I've, I've heard that people have had some problems online, uh, just, just in terms of, like, quality of matches, and that has not been a huge issue for me. I've definitely had some matches that were spotty, but, like, overall, across all the games, I would say it's been mostly good, where I'm getting into matches and I'm, I'm not even thinking about it. Like, I'm not feeling it in a significant way, so that's been nice. Mm. Um, but, yeah. I, Don, I really... Something that I also like about Samurai Show, and you talked about the, the move lists not being expanded, and I'm glad you brought up that point. Uh, the move lists are pretty lean, mm-hmm. um, and it's not that there isn't 
complexity to the characters because there certainly is or there aren't difficult things to do because there certainly are but on a on a very basic level it's really easy hopping from character to character oh yeah and yeah. so if you're somebody that that is like indecisive in who they want to play as or you like playing as a lot of different characters uh you can do it pretty easily which i really really like and so i feel like oh man like i'm not just i, I have to pick this one character i i've been able to bounce around between different people that all feel very different yeah. from each other in terms of play style and that's been really satisfying as well. Yeah, you can you're right, you can pick up almost anyone and play like have decent success where it's not like some games where it's like some characters are really tricky to learn, but at the same time, yeah, in this game every character has their own unique way of mastering where like you see someone that's experienced with the playing, you know, you say, "Oh, okay, I didn't even realize you yeah. could use them like that." But yeah, that's one of the things I really enjoy about it actually is you can just casually jump around to characters easily and uh, absolutely enjoy uh, to have a little bit of success with almost anyone. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited. It's it's going to be at Evo this year, which oh, I'm really cool. excited oh, to whoa. see. Yeah, that should be good. Yeah, that top level really play of that. Sounds, I mean, I haven't even seen the game at all, but yeah. just from your description of that it, would be yeah. fun. To watch. I, I think it is going to be really fun. To yeah, watch at be really Evo, fun. 100. Um, Ian Hink. Hey. I don't, maybe maybe addicted might be too strong of a word, but you've been playing some Dota Underlords. Yeah, I wouldn't say addicted. I would say surprisingly into. Why, why is that surprising to you? Because I don't. It was like, surprising you know, to me too. I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I tried. You know, I tried MOBAs and everything, and they're just not really for me. Yeah, like the item management and stuff. Smite. I, we kind of got into Smite back in the I, game trailers days for a little while, but we we definitely had a period of time where Smite was a big one. Yeah. And then here's the storm for a little while. Yeah. But I, I have kind of gotten to a point, and this isn't this isn't really even a commentary on MOBAs at all. But like just the idea of playing a MOBA, I have negative interest. Yeah, yeah. Like same. To for for team fight tactics, which is like Dota Underlords. I, I mean to try it. I haven't. I downloaded the the lol. <laughs> client and yeah. it just kept crashing it just wouldn't load well i also downloaded the league of legends client because i wanted to try team fight yeah. tactics you have to have your account is like that it has... still true because i think it was in beta and now it's out, out okay out, that out. may be true now yeah. maybe i'm just saying when i tried it this was maybe two weeks ago yeah or, or something you like that five honor you had to have three honor and i i didn't and i was like well i guess i'll have to wait <laughs> for that i i think it's open now live two now because um my friend who works at Rock, Chris, you guys know Chris, he used to work in Game Show. Yeah. Chris and his wife, Pam, who are on Mysterious Monsters, actually, um, they're they're playing a lot of it, and they keep trying to, they're like, oh, we're going to play, you want to hop in? And I'm like, I click the League of Legends thing, and then it says it League of Legends, and then work. nothing happens, and I'm like, okay, uh, I guess I can't. But um, yeah, so I think it's just up now, um, I think, because they were really harping on me to play it. <laughs> Don, a random question for you. Have you ever played a MOBA? The la I've played a few. The last oh. one I played was, you'll never guess. Maelstrom. Paragon. 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 The I unreleased, played a little bit of Paragon. Unreleased, right? It never did. It wasn't released, like right? It, it came out. Did it? I don't know. I, now I'm doubting if it like, ever came out beta. early access. I think access beta or, came Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it yeah, only I came out in beta. I guess they probably, it's I think, epic, I think so they it probably did. called it I think it did have a access. full release. Did it? Oh, I but thought it But then it got taken down. I feel like I remember it just coming out. It got a bad or reputation. You didn't have. Did you have fun with it? I enjoyed I, it actually, I but I know it had a bad reputation. You, when I played it, <laughs> yeah. I really didn't like you didn't it. Like I didn't. <laughs> <have> <laughs> what was the main complaint? It was too slow. I, I thought it was, it was way too slow. But 
It's one of those games that I feel like changed pretty significantly throughout the course of yeah, flight, or at least that's, that's what I was told when they stopped. Uh, but when when I checked it out, yeah, I thought it was too slow. I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. yeah. Then um, they gave away all the assets for free, which is pretty crazy. Oh yeah, that was cool. You can like use them. Yeah. Done. But no, I, I, I almost never play uh, MOBAs. I played a couple and like I smite a little bit, you know. Yeah. But uh, I did play a decent amount of Paragon. Smite I was, was fun. Yeah. I think I, I still. Was, we all bought the like. Because I don't know if they still do it, but Smite had this really cool thing where you just yeah. paid, like, whatever it was, 60 bucks, that. and you just got everything forever. Yeah. All the gods forever. Sweet. And I was, so I still have that. Dom, what <laughs> was awesome. it about Paragon that drew you in? I'm just curious. Well, that was actually, I was working for Epic at the time, oh. like, temporarily, <laughs> right? So I was doing I some stuff for the game. Oh, yeah, oh, so, yeah, that was right. So who knows if that NDA is even still valid? <laughs> so I can't discuss too many details <laughs> sure, about it. Sure, but, sure, um, sure. I didn't It'll know take, you worked for Epic. it was basically yeah. because of that. It'll and then I kept Epic's playing hit, after that. squad, you know, like, yeah. an hour and a half to get here, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've gotten off track a little bit, but tell me about Dota Underlords okay. and Auto Chess in general. Here's the deal. I heard about Auto Chess back in the mod days, the Dota Auto Chess days, Yeah, like whatever, six months ago, a year ago, whenever that was. And I was like, that sounds cool. I mean to try that. And then I just never did. And so then Auto Chess happened on the phone, and I downloaded it, and I played it, and I did the little tutorial the, like, the one that's made by... I can't remember the name of the company right now, but the one that's, like, made the mod and then is making their own called just Auto Chess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, clearly it's in early access, you know, like, a lot of the VO is still in Chinese and everything. And uh, and I was like, oh, okay, the theory of this game is really cool. I really like it. Uh, the strategy of picking your guys and stuff. Um, I thought it was really cool. And then I was like, I'm going to try Dota Underlords because it's on PC and phone. And I jumped in and just, like, the presentation of it was just so slick. And it's just quick and to the point. And most importantly, you can play against bots. Yeah. And, like, I'm not here to get wrecked by psychos on ranked. Because there's only ranked right now. I don't care. I just want to play it like a phone game. Mm -hmm. Or, like... Because I, I like really bad chess, which is a really funny game where you just get random pieces and have to try your best and, like, threes and stuff like that. Like, I like little strategy games on my phone, um, but Dota Auto Chess you can play, or Dota Underlords, you can play on your phone. You can even set it to, like, take as much time as you want so you yep. don't have to rush. You can set the difficulty of the bots. Like, I'm probably, like, round 32 of a, of a match on my phone right now. I could just, like, pick it back up and play again. Oh, no, wait, I lost the last one I did. But, uh... Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's I play it really casually, and mm-hmm. I like that, and the, I don't feel pressured. And the really funny thing is, Dota Under- Underlords, to my knowledge, still has no way of monetizing right now. Like obviously they're gonna oh, well, add, yeah, like, we'll get there. They're gonna add cosmetics for your character and whatever. The auto chess on the phone, it was like immediately I was like, oh, okay, wow, there's a lot of monetization stuff gonna happen in here. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Dota Underlords, they're just trying to get, I think get it like solid before they add that stuff whatever um, my my initial experience with Dota Underlords was I was I was working on something some easy thing I don't remember what it was and I was like I'm going to take a break yeah. and just check this out because I can and I know it's been very popular and so I'm curious about it I had no idea how auto chess worked I'd never yeah. played it before I hadn't really watched it I just knew of it and I was like oh I'll just play a quick game and then it was like it must have been like at least forty minutes later. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this could be a problem." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely want to stream it. Uh, I suppose really quick because some people 
lot of people don't know what auto chess is. Have you? Mm-hmm. Do you know at all what I it is? I only know about it. I haven't tried it. So basically, the basic premise, very very broad strokes, is it has nothing to do with chess. <laughs> first of all, like a lot of people, like I was trying to explain it to Sophie, and she was like, "Well, yeah, but I don't like chess." And I was like, "It's not. It's just called that." I mean, you can definitely make comparisons to I concepts mean, in chess. Yeah, you, you have different and values like you played, of pieces essentially. If you played battle chess back in the oh, yeah. early computer days, there's definitely some similarities there. But like, yeah, basically, you you pick pieces, which are little guys, and you have money. And uh, I was like watching strategy videos, and one of the earliest things that I realized I was doing wrong was I wasn't saving gold up because you get mm-hmm. interest on the 10s, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Uh, and, yeah, I was, like, re-rolling every time and, like, trying to level up really fast and stuff, which is just terrible. Uh, you just want to save money. And getting you pick little guys and you can put them on your board and then they just fight automatically, which sounds like it wouldn't be fun, but it's, like, really intense. You're just, like, watching them and you're like, go, guys. <laughs> But the coolest thing to me is the like synergies that yeah. you have to you have to like get synergies between your pieces. So like if you have two or three savage guys, they get a buff or two two or three warlocks and you get like 15% life steal for your whole team. I and, love like, I love the the demon because it's like okay, right. you can you can have one demon. You have to be alone, yeah. But there are other units that can completely counter that and negate the bonuses of you having a demon. Yeah. And just how it evolves over time uh, like Ian said, with the spending of money, where you're like, okay, well, in the early rounds, like this is what I'm getting for units. This is where I want my synergy to be, and then that morphs and changes over time to like how heavily you want to invest on particular synergies yeah. or how widespread you want to be. And the number of units that you can have is determined by like your level, which you can also spend money on to speed up. And uh, yeah, because I think normally you only get one experience per round or something mm. like that, but if you pay five gold in Dota Underlords, it's different. All auto chess games are basically th- the same, but uh, in Dota Underlords, anyway, you pay five gold and get 40 XP. And, uh, yeah, like, the first few levels, you know, you don't take very much XP to level up, but then, like, by level nine, it's, like, 34 or something, you know? I, I um, really like... I was worried, I think, about it going into it, where I was like, man, it, like, am I going to have to spend a day just, like, learning this right. and figuring out how it works? And you, you super don't. It's, like... One game, and you you have the basics. Yeah. And there's so much depth there that I think that keeps it interesting and makes it fun to dig into. But understanding enough to be able to play happens quickly. And it feels really cool when you get... Because some synergies I have found are really poor, and some are really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are a few rounds I've had where I just, like, got super lucky right out the gate and got, like, some inventors and some savage guys or whatever it was... And just, like, went for it. And, like, yeah, if you get the right synergies, you just, like, wipe shop with these <laughs> with these people. And, like, I've played against human beings a few times, and I did, like, okay. I got, like, fourth or something. Oh, yeah, and you're simultaneously playing against seven other people. So it's eight oh, people well. con- at total, including yourself. So it's pretty cool. Um, one thing I didn't realize at first that was a little weird is that you, I assumed that the person that you were fighting was also fighting you exclusively. But, like, I noticed the other day I was playing, and I was fighting somebody, and then my army was also fighting some other person, too, Mm. which is weird. I don't know. I guess that maybe has to happen given how many people there are left. Whatever. But, yeah, auto chess is fun. I get... I, I understand the hype. I mean, like, 
normally I would like MOBAs. I could tell pretty much immediately. I was like, okay, this is really cool. I understand why people like it. I'm going to bounce off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dota Underlords, you know, maybe I won't keep playing it forever, but like, I'm still enjoying it. And because it's on the phone and you can play against bots at your own speed, uh, it's just a really solid phone game for me. And I play it on my computer too, but yeah. so that keeps me more in it, I guess. Uh, are you playing more on the phone or more on PC? Uh, probably like slightly more on the phone just yeah. cause I can do it like here and there if I have a minute, you know, but, um, I've definitely played a bunch of matches on the computer too. But you, you've never played Dota. Like you didn't play the original I Dota. I played it once and I thought it was ugly. Oh, um, are we talking Dota, Dota 1 Dota, or like, Dota 2? Dota, whatever the Dota that's Dota right now. Dota, Dota 2, 2, I Dota guess. 2. Yeah. I thought like, I didn't like the, the graphical style of it. Mm. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I played it like once and then I played a little bit of Heroes of the Storm Smite is definitely the mobile I had the most time. So, in. so it, visually, it didn't appeal to you because it's it's yeah. like it's like the same visually, and which in is Underlords. weird because I like Underlords yeah. the, the way it looks a lot. So maybe I just was in a weird mood when I saw Dota the first time. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I thought it was like muddy looking, hmm. washed out, sort of weird. I don't know. Dota and Dota Two and League of Legends, and this is probably not true to some degree, but it it feels that way. Like, do you ever have those games where you're like? I it, I'm too far behind right. now. Yeah. Like like mm. people are just too insane at it now. League I'm of Legends going to climb for that sure. Yeah. Like League of Legends when it came to the items, like I understood the game and I was like, mm. "Oh, this is really cool. Like I can play as an ADC carry and like uh whatever, like do fun stuff." And then like when it came to like item management, I was like, "Oh, damn. This is like a sport." Mm. Like this is where the esports comes in and I like don't Yeah, I don't have the like 8 requisite months to like become competitive at this yeah there's just no reason for me and like the the big difference for me with um mobas uh, and underlords especially when you're just playing against bots real casually is that you know a match in league of legends can take like 45 minutes and if you lose that feels devastating yeah whereas underlords you know it can take 30 or 40 minutes um but you know usually i'm not getting last uh, I did the first time I played against people before I like knew about saving money. I haven't, but I've like, just played against bots so far. Yeah, so, yeah, I've played against people a couple of times, and like it's pretty thrilling when you do what like okay, but mm-hmm. like again, it has that time commitment thing where if I'm playing bots, you know, I could just like stop for a while and then pick it up later, especially on the phone. I, I do feel like just with the nature of this job, and I think that applies to all of us, uh, maybe even, I guess, especially when you review stuff, but not that we can't continue to play stuff, but we I think there's some expectation of, of covering new things mm-hmm. as they come mm-hmm. out and, and, and trying to have a diverse set of games that we play every year. But I guess my question to you, panel, is if... if that was all thrown out the window, and you had an infinite amount of time to get good at one game. That doesn't necessarily even have to be competitive, I suppose. Uh, what what game would you want to try to get good at? Hmm. Is there one? It doesn't have to be one. I mean, the first two that came to mind are Bloodborne and uh, Super Mario Maker <laughs> Would you want to speedrun Bloodborne? I think speedrunning Bloodborne would be really fun. Sure. Um, I mean, there are obviously like people who are just already really good at that yeah <laughs> uh like i think I, what was his name jesus here's toast i think you see the guy with the huge beard 
I think uh, he did a really good run of last at the last yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. games done quick, and I thought he was really funny. Um, and yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, Bloodborne is just great. But I mean, if I were super good at Mario Maker two, that would be really fun. From a creation or creation, yeah, yeah okay. just like really some of the stuff people do is just like, you know, like we were saying before, just yeah. like wow, yeah. Do you have of, one down? Of all time, that's a hard question. I think in general, like Mortal Kombat 11 was the first game that popped sure. into my mind because I love it and I play it all the time, but I'm not great. Fighting game, I do a genre of fighting games. There's no other oh, genre yeah. that I love so much, but I'm like pretty much consistently not great. Yeah. <laughs> not nearly as great as I'd love to be. Absolutely. I would love to be like great at fighting. <laughs> Don, you're, you're speaking to my soul. You are <laughs> speaking to my soul. It, and I, I, I get in a frustrating position sometimes where like, I, and over the years, just because I've been, I've been playing them and talking about them and writing about them. Like I, I have gotten better. Like me now compared to me, Five years ago, like there is an improvement, but it's not like anywhere close to a competitive yeah. level. Or like even just switching from game to game, you lose a lot for that specific game. Yep. Um, and there, there are some universal things, some concepts that carry over. But yeah, there are. My problem is it's not just like one fighting game that I want to be good at. I want to be good at a lot of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which which sucks, but that's okay. <laughs> I guess if we were smart business people, we would have answered like Fortnite or Oh yeah. <laughs> Magic yeah. Arena or something where you could like stream and make money. I just don't feel that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I'd rather just be good at making Mario levels <laughs> and playing Bloodborne for my own enjoyment. Don, I do have some news for you. What's that? You did say the forbidden word of this episode. <gasps> uh oh. Do you have any idea what you could have said that would have set off the demons? It was something very specific. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like I said a lot of forbidden <laughs> words. It was Paragon. Oh. That's what triggered it. Are you yeah. kidding? No, that's what, that, yeah. was, that was what triggered it. Oh, no. Paragon, you know, good. Demon's bad. Yeah. Um, we have a game for, for today's Caught in a Frame Trap. I've, I've titled it, Who Am I? Uh, what I'm going to do is, uh, because this, I knew this would be kind of a Mario Maker 2 focused episode uh i've made it nintendo themed and so what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you a description and you have to tell me from that description what i'm talking about what Mm. i'll be very you don't have to name me like specific game if you can get the series that'll be enough okay and so when it whenever it comes to either one of you first you say it and i'll mark you down and you'll get a point okay um, but keep that in the back of your mind. Before we get there, this Cotton Frame Trap is brought to you by some lovely sponsors. Oh. Our first sponsor is Greg the Dark Knight Kettering. Thank you, Greg. Our next sponsor is Zoteg, who says, Do you play Final Fantasy XIV? Are you on the Crystal Data Center? Search at Zoteg, that is at X-O-T-I-G, on Twitter for a link to an easy A Crystal Discord server. I have to say... Boy, I, like I'm not playing Final Fantasy 14 right now. Uh, I'm occupied with other games, but the way people this, are talking about Shadowbringers, this man, new expansion looks dope. People are people are like flipping out. Like somebody, I saw somebody tweet. They were like, "I can say with confidence, Final Fantasy 14 is one of the best games I ever played." It's like, oh man, we're Shadowbringers hype. Makes me want to get back into it for a couple of days and then forget <laughs> to cancel my subscription and pay hundreds of dollars for a game I don't play. <laughs> like I've done twice now. <laughs> Thank you, Zoteg. Our next sponsor is JoJo's Denko. Thank you, JoJo's Denko. After that, we have accounts payable, which, uh, guys, 
they're going to give us a free shout out. I'll, I'll put this on either one of you. You can shout out anything. It can be a concept. It can be something you've worked on. It could be a person in the world. You can hmm. shout out anything. A free shout out. I like wow. concepts. I like people. Oh. I thought you were going to give a shout out to your imprisoned son. Oh. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he had his shot. You know? <laughs> um, he had his shot. <laughs> 15 more years. Hang that, in there, kid. It'll be okay. Oh, I'm out of water. I guess the concept yeah. of, of people. Mm. The people. concept of people. people. Shout yeah. out humanity. Shout out. Yeah. yeah, shout out to people. Maybe one of these days we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Get, write this ship. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you, Accounts Payable. Uh, our last regular sponsor is Gift of Heaven. Gift of Heaven is a free 3DS RPG which strives to be as funny as Earthbound, efficient as Chrono Trigger, and epic as Final Fantasy VI. Oh. Gift of Heaven quadruples every data limit of RPG Maker FES, using passwords to unite four game files as one bold explosion. OM Hawkstelter is cooking the rip-roaring, full-blast, Tolkien-Potter-Forrest-Gump combo meal you deserve to eat, and them Hawkstelters don't skip on the shrimp. Gift of Heaven's 43-minute promotional short film, Symphonia Anathema, is now available on the official Gift of Heaven YouTube channel. You can download the prologue August 7th via the RPG Maker FES 3DS app. The first dungeon, which was just completed, will kill you several times as you learn because the 25 different enemy groups demand a larger number of strategies than a traditional JRPG dungeon. The goal is to maximize enemy variety, minimize repetition, and kick your butt. You know what comes after the regular sponsor? <gasps> it's the mega sponsor! <laughs> we have a new mega sponsor this month. We have View Sonic. Oh. Thank you so much, View Sonic. View Sonic aims to be the preferred global brand of visual solution products. They're dedicated to meeting the needs of their consumers and generating profitable growth. They meet their customers' expectations with superior products, customer service, and industry knowledge. Their gaming monitors are engineered to deliver best in class features for all types of gamers. No Thank ones. you, ViewSonic, for being the Easy Allies mega sponsor. Who's ready to play a game? Yes. I uh, also shout out to RPG Maker. Yeah. I love RPG Maker yeah. MV. Ian, uh, it was really fun. I, I think it was like the first year of Easy Allies that happened. It was 2016 where you made oh, yeah. one and we pl all played it on stream. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, so no cool. pressure. It'd be fun to do again at some <laughs> point in the in the well, future. Well, I'm supposed to be finishing a the one of the 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 remaining swords Kickstarter reward that I have to do is I have to finish the RPG based on the card game. Oh, oh yeah. that's awesome. I have it started. It's like halfway done. Hmm. Uh, I just you know life keeps getting in the way, but as it does. Okay, the first description. And remember, I'll just I'll take the series. Uh, all right, number one, I must protect the Lilat system. Send us off, General Pepper, to defeat the evil scientist. Oh, uh, you're looking for the character or the game? The, the series is, is good. You can say Star game. Fox. Yes, it's okay. Star Fox. There you go. Lilat. Don is going to blow me out of the <laughs> No, sky. I'm happy I got one, actually. Yeah. Now I'm like, whew. Yeah, now you're on like, momentum. Now I'm cool. <laughs> I was like, Ben's just saying nonsense, and Don's like, oh, I oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> can I say it? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh oh. All right, number two. I believe in you, Ian. All right. You're gonna sweep. What is ass. this strange place? I must collect the pieces of my SS dolphin. These strange little creatures oh. have decided to help me. I've got a uh, guess. Go for it. You gotta oh, what, what shout is it? out. Um, wait. Hold on. 
For some reason, it's I want to say my Sonic. Mind. But no, I want to no. say um, SS Dolphin. They're all really Nintendo familiar. properties. Oh yeah, right. They're all Nintendo. Yeah. Pikmin. Yeah. Oh, hey! yeah. <laughs> that was a guess. Done two in a row, <laughs> back <host>. to back. <laughs> this this one might be a little bit too hard. Let's try it. Let's one, give we're it doing a shot. So yeah, far, we're bro. on a roll. That's <laughs> very short Donald and sweet. Donald get it, no problem. <laughs> Staying on beat is so divine. Oh. Is it? Oh, well, Cadence of Hyrule, but that seems too new. Wait, no, I know what it is. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Nintendo. That didn't even pop in my head when I when I made this. Staying oh, I'm trying to remember, so though. Divine. I know Staying on beat is so divine. It's, um... The clue is in the sentence. D- I mean, divine is definitely... Divinity? No, that's not Nintendo. Staying on beat. Staying on beat is so divine. Oh, I thought Rhythm it was that Heaven. Don- yes! Oh, okay, I didn't get it. The Rhythm Heaven is it. Yes. I was Rhythm trying to remember like it. Donkey Kong Ian or is whatever. On the board. I'm on the board. I got one. Oh, nicely, man. Done. I think, nicely done. Nicely I think that's done. the hardest one too. Yeah, Woo! I wouldn't have gotten that. That was good. All right. Uh, we've got two more questions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Any, it could be anyone's game. Uh-oh. All right. Number four. Even though I'm small, I have big dreams. Link's Awakening. Going through the ranks won't be easy. Oh. One of my opponents is as large as a hippo, and another... Oh, punch the- out. Yes! Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was like, Link is small, and he has dreams. <laughs> Little Mac Don gets it. Oh. Nice. All right, last These one. These are catered to Don. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Gave me, throw me a bone here. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, the Greedy King... Stole all the food and sparkling stars from our dreamy land. Oh, Kirby. Yes! yes. <laughs> I, want, I do just want to read the last, the last part of this. the last things I'll ever get right. The, this, this one was two sentences. So the first sentence was, The greedy king stole all the food and sparkling stars from our dreamy land. The second sentence is, It's time to suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirby! Oh, Kirby, yeah. Don, that was, that was a commanding victory. I got one. That was nice. You got one? You're on the board. I'm on the board. Good That's game. all Good that game. I like it. Um, so, Don, you've got to you've got to break us out of this frame trap. So you have to do something, uh, oh, a, an action, a gesture, a phrase, something that you think will will impress the demons enough to get us out of here. Do you have any like gestures? And Paragon is what got us in here. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> hmm. I got to break us out of this. Yeah. I'm gonna send a message to someone. Okay. Ten years from now, when they're trolling the bowels of the web and they find this video, okay, maybe that'll break us out. We're gonna have to wait and see. So you're, you're somebody in the future will yes. have to get us out of here now. Someone ten years from now will find this video okay. and see this, and they'll have to like break time to get us out. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know if you did it. Wait, I've got to send the message. Yes, he's got to send the message. Send the message. Chucky. I love you. You're the best. You're the best. Okay. So wait, is Chucky going to be the one? Okay. That's all I can say. Okay. It'll all make sense in time. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. I would love it if the door just opened right now. (laughs) But just smoke. (laughs) That was the first kind of frame trap, I feel like, where the action left us in uncertainty. There was no definitive (laughs) breakout. I love it. Or a Bill and Ted, like, garbage can would, like, fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Smashes me. There's a button, like, falling off of this chair. I've been it's wanting to make my chair taller the entire episode. Oh, it's hard to find that thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah what I if definitely, we make our chairs lower? Around. Would that make you feel better? Oh, that's better. 
How's that, Don? Perfect. I feel like you're you're like towering above us now. Um, all right. The next thing I want to talk about, Ian, you've played a little bit about uh, of it. I actually finished it last weekend. Like, oh. I played it like a fiend. I liked it so much, and that is Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night. Hmm. Uh, Ian, you have gone on record. Video show that Timmy and I is is one of your favorite games. Yeah. Not your favorite. It's That's like sec- probably my favorite. Is it your favorite of all time? Uh, maybe Bloodborne's unseated it, but it's like it's it's like a close. It's race. It's up there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how has Bloodstained this this sort of spiritual successor been treating you? Boy, I tell you, I think you know, and, and I've I've been like you know grieving and a little depressed lately. So like I've I've not had a huge amount of interest. Uh, you know, because one of the symptoms of that sort of thing is like a loss of interest in things you're normally interested in. Sure. And um. Mario Maker is out now too, and I'm just really enjoying it because it's just so happy and easy and chill. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Bloodstained. I got to Zengetsu mm-hmm. uh, the first time, like early boss, and it was like kind of hard. And then I was just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think I will go back to it. But I was really, really enjoying it um, so far up to that point. Uh, it's then- an interesting point in that game because it is hard. Uh, and it definitely takes, like, okay, I have to study him. I have to figure out what he's going to do. But you also, like, you get so many options mm-hmm. as the game goes on. Like, you get so, so many shards to experiment with, so many weapons to experiment with, so many different ways that you can play that game and, and tackle things. And you don't really have a ton of that yeah. uh, in quite the same way that you do later on at that point. And so it definitely is a, one of the more difficult parts, I'd say. But I, I definitely think, like, I'll... Once I have some free time where I'm at my house, you know, uh, I'll definitely sit back down and go give it another shot. Because I, I really, yeah, I mean, I love Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. And this has got a lot of the same pedigree. And, like, it's so funny. One of the theme, the song, like, one of the early songs just gets one of the Symphony of the Night songs stuck in my head. Yeah. It's the same lady, right? That compo- Is it the same? Yeah, composer? I believe it. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. I thought, yeah. Um, but it, which is just funny because it's like, well, wow, they really, <laughs> they really got the spirit of that. If right. it's making that song get stuck in my head instead of this one, but um, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of depth to it, and the I'm anxious to get into, you know, character customization stuff and all the stuff you unlock kind of later. Yeah, um, uh, just like putting on different hats and and seeing how it changes. Yeah. Um, there's a place where you can. You can get your haircut and just pretty dramatically change the way that you look. I saw really that cool. when I was cutting the review, and I was like, "Well, this guy's hilarious." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty and my, cool. And my friend Erica is the voice of Miriam, so I want to like you know support her and go through the game. Oh, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, Erica Lindbeck did the voice for that. Yeah. yeah, she's so good. She's in like everything now. It's amazing. Yeah. Um. So I, I pretty much just like. I feel like I, I don't remember exactly how long I played Bloodstained 4 in chunks, but I was just so absorbed into it. And that's what a good Metroidvania does, where you just kind of play it for hours and hours and hours without realizing it, and you like you feel that need yeah. where you're like, oh, man, like I just got this. I want to go over there to this section of the map. And I think something that Bloodstained does that I don't think... Because I wouldn't say Bloodstained is necessarily relying on nostalgia. It's not just, like, exactly trying to do um, what ga- the, the games, the cat past Castlevania games in the past have done. But it, it plays with it in kind of interesting ways. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, like, you, 
that that happened in Symphony of the Night. Like you're right. just doing that yeah. again. But then there are other things that it does, and I don't want to spoil it. But there was one particular moment where I'm like, oh, you included that thing, but you included it in a way different way. And I love that. I love how it plays with the expectations. Um, I love how different all of the areas feel. Yeah. Um, and they're pretty. Yeah. The look of it early on was one of the things I was most worried about. But yeah. playing it now, I'm like, oh, no, it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and there are a ton of breakable walls, which might sound annoying, but I've, I found it kind of satisfying. <laughs> and, be, and, like, you, you get into that. You train yourself to be like, well, I got to go and hit every wall. Maybe there's an upgrade in there for me or some extra room, which will have a chest or something. Uh, which is really really good. And how often how often does it um, require you to use a weapon special ability or a shard special ability to like get to a higher area? Because so, I was trying to use um, there was like a mana up or something in an area kind of by that horse guy mm-hmm. carriage guy, and I was like trying over and over to use one of the like upward kick things that the shoes have or something to yeah. get up there and then I just gave up because I was like okay maybe it's not what I'm supposed to do I imagine you get just a straight up double jump eventually but yeah uh, you do does that ever happen to get like secrets though that you have to use some oh, weird yeah, yeah, yeah. other shard or item yeah I definitely feel like there were moments where I was like oh wait can I get that and then I would get an ability later where I was like oh no like that is clearly oh, okay. how I was supposed okay, to do okay, it okay, okay. and that that happens regularly like from the from pretty much beginning to end where you'll have different phases of that where it's like oh okay and once once you get the ability it immediately clicks into place yeah. and you're like ah sometimes it can be a little bit difficult remembering exactly where that thing was yeah um, but but yeah, I, I would say in a game like this, a couple of things that, that I need are to really readdress important. that still. What happened? Sorry, I need to readdress that light still. Yeah, the light the lights have been mine of their own flickers. Um, I need to change the DMX address. There it is. That's why it happens. It's too close to the other one for whatever reason, and that fixes it if I move it into the hundreds. I feel like the size of, of what you're exploring in Bloodstained is just right, where it, it like you can definitely get lost in it, and you definitely have that constant feeling of, of discovering something, but it's not so sprawling that it kind of becomes a pain in the butt mm. to mm-hmm. travel, and it's very easy to get waystones and teleport around the castle. Like The places where you can teleport, for the most part, make a lot of sense, yeah. uh, which I really like. Um, I like that there's that little town. Like that kind of adds another yeah. element mm-hmm. that um, none of the Castlevanias I played really had. Where it's like there's a hub, kind of like where you return back to the. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. The fact that one of the initial things that shocked me back when we played a demo at whatever event that was, not yeah. E3. After that, whatever, maybe it was E3. I'm pretty sure it was E3. I think it was that last E3, not not this one, but the one before. Where uh, I was like, oh, like dialogue and quests and like interaction with NPCs, <laughs> like more than just, hey, Maria, see you, Maria. Uh, that was really interesting. I didn't expect that really to be as big as it was. Yeah. The, so the, they have this quest system in there as well. And there's, there's quests where it's just, okay, slay, you know, X number of this specific demon. And then they have cooking quests where this yeah. old lady gets hungry and she <laughs> wants you to bring you a specific thing. And so then you got to go and you got to find the ingredients and then you got to make things and then you can dismantle stuff to get ingredients. And it's a whole crafting system. And there's another person that wants you to bring them items as mementos. And when I initially saw this, I was like, oh, man, like this is going to get so tedious. Yeah. And there's definitely some tedium to it. But Especially because the, the lady who wants you to like kill six whatever's right like the setup for every single one of those quests is like 
make those bastards pay. Yes, I actually kind of like that exact voice line every time. Yeah. It kind of had like a Dragon's Dogma effect <laughs> yeah, on me, yeah. where it was like the the repetition became endearing. Have your pick, and you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what I will, so I I was like, ah oh, man, like this, these types of quests are gonna get really boring. I actually think for the most part they're really well designed because you have this nice balance of if you're the type of player that's exploring pretty thoroughly and killing things pretty thoroughly, you'll have plenty of moments where it's like, oh, I already have that and I'll just right. give it to the person or oh, I already killed that so I'll just get the reward. And then you'll also have times where you have to go out of your way a little bit, especially with the food quests. And so it ends up being very addicting because even like for the food quests as it would go along, it would alternate between like, me going and needing to like kill something to try to get the drop for the ingredients or like sometimes it would just be like oh no i immediately have that and kind of that that push and pull of of accessibility and effort um i think what made it so i got really addicted to the quests and wanted to do a lot of them for which the, i thought was fun for the food ingredients does it tell you in game like if a monster drops it or do you just have to figure yeah, it out yeah it will tell you so there's there's oh, okay. like this bestiary you can look at and it'll be like oh, oh this person cool. drops this but it's also very easy to look up online mm -hmm. if you want um yeah another point of praise that i have for bloodstained there are a lot of bosses in bloodstained and they get pretty creative with some of them one of them makes the frame rate come barreling down i was playing on xbox um i don't know if that's the same case on pc but on xbox there's a later boss that, that definitely made the, the frame rate uh buckle <laughs> quite a bit but uh that's on purpose. Yeah, there were there there were bosses that they, they varied in how they presented themselves and how the fight feels. Like there are definitely big scale, larger than life bosses. There's one where you're kind of like running down a spiraling tower. That's really really cool. Oh, and so they just they all feel pretty different. And all of the areas have pretty sharply different themes as well. And so there's really a good amount of variety um, in a lot of different senses. There's there's a lot of variety in how you can approach the game. There's a lot of variety in the areas that you're exploring. There's a lot of areas in the things that you're fighting. And it just really feels like a super well-made game. And then you think about it and you're like, well, of course, like this is these this is coming from people who really understand this genre and you can super get that sense yeah. uh, as you're playing Bloodstained. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't wait to jump back into it. Yeah. I think it'll be really cool. I feel like, because um, Hollow Knight kind of can feel this way too where like you definitely have those walls but then yeah. once you overcome it you just you get into that rhythm and you, yeah. you plow through it uh don do you have any do you, how much do you love your metroidvanias oh i love them yeah Very, yeah, yeah oh yeah i love it do you have this a favorite actually, one i've been on the fence with uh <clears throat> this game actually i haven't gotten it yet okay and i wasn't I guess I wasn't certain how great it would be or whatever. I mean, the, the discussion right now makes me sound like I would like it a lot. Yeah, um, the Switch version, which I have not played, but just hearing from other people, it has a lot was, of problems. Uh, I oh, would not, really? they're, they're working on them, but mm. I would not recommend the Switch version. I would get um, the PS4 or Xbox or PC version if you can. Mm. That's a bummer because, like, whereas my PlayStation used to be my number one console, right. the Switch has very, very uh, handily supplanted it. Mm. Like, if something's on Switch, I'll you know usually get it. I got this on PS4 just because I was a Kickstarter backer like a thousand years ago. Yeah, I feel like the so it actually came out a little bit later on the Switch, and I yeah. feel like that helps some people because I think there like yeah. there are a lot of people that did buy on the Switch that were angry that that it right. is performing so poorly. But for me, I just I got it on Xbox. That was like the first platform I could get it on, and I had a great experience. 
Um, but if it was on Switch, I may not have like seen that stuff online. I may have gotten the Switch version and then yeah, been disappointed, which is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. The most recent ones, obviously, uh, recent one was Yoku's Island Express. Yeah. That one I think was now a I great, still gotta play great, that. I have great. To finish it. That game is so uh, good. Metroidvania style I love game. It. Yeah, amazing in every way. But there's another one too that I have. I actually have it on the Switch and the Xbox. I think somehow I ended up, but I, the name is slipping my mind right now. Uh, Describe Switch it. You're like Xbox. a soldier, and you can shoot, but you only shoot at like 15 degree or you know angles. Axiom right? Verge. Axiom Verge. No. No. Um, and you're like Neo Drifter. No. Dang it! I can't believe it's slipping my mind right now. How new is it? It was like last year. Um, you're a soldier. Dang it. Oh God! I'm trying to remember. No, um, I wish I could help oh, you. Oh, and 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 what, what letters is it? it start with? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I switch is in the other room, I'd have to go grab yeah. it and look. It's um, <laughs> like I thought it was also with something with blood, but I can't remember the bloody name. Ah, uh, dang it! Is it is it the the Mummy D Master? Yes, I, thank you. That's yeah. what oh, it was. Okay. I was trying. I don't know I heard how. That's yeah, good. That, wow! Yeah. I don't know how you pulled that out of my lack of description. I know you played as a soldier, to, yeah. and I know it's on Switch. <laughs> that was incredible. Okay, thank you. Wow. That's yeah, what it was. Nice. Mummy yeah. Demastered. I really enjoyed that one, but um, brutal difficulty in terms yeah. of like the way. What was it? I'm trying I didn't to remember play that, that much of it, but I, it was very difficult. S- so difficult is that uh, something about the way the save system works mm. is crazy because you often find yourself stuck. Oh, because they take away every. Yeah, they take yeah. away a lot of your stuff in that sense. So you often find yourself stuck at a place with now all your weapons. And it's like extremely hard to get back. Uh, that one's Metroidvania, I guess, but it's also a little bit of like roguelike, sort of. Uh. Yeah, it's been a while since I've played it. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, you're, I, you're right. Where I think I if you die, of, you lose all your from stuff. From what I remember, you lose it. But you, you can when you said that, it, I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds. But very I'm familiar. trying to remember. Yeah. There's something about the way they twist it that makes it exceptionally hard. Where I just remember, I would kept getting uh, further when I got really far in the game. I mm. kept getting stuck in a frustrating kind of way. But gotcha. I loved that game. I thought they did a great job. It was really fun. Don, have you ever played Hollow Knight? Just a little. I've okay. not played the whole thing. Did you? What did believe you think of that? That taste. I liked it a okay. lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just have not. I don't own it still. Believe it or not. It's good. I'm Shocking like weirdly it bad seems. at it. It's hard. It's yeah. Awesome. It was really hard. Super hard I, game. I found it hard. Yeah. yeah for absolutely. Sure. But uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I feel like I'm just not very good at video games. Maybe. No. Like Mario I, levels are tough sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe can, just because I'm rushing sometimes. I don't know. It it can be a hard thing to gauge sometimes because. I'll definitely have moments where I was like, oh, wow, like that was really easy for me. And people are saying that it's hard. And then I'll have other moments where I was like, man, like, why am I not getting through this? Yeah. It could be hard to gauge, I think, especially now with the internet. And like, you can watch people who are right. just like yeah. so incredibly like, like oh. 0.0001% of players. And you're like, well, like, I, have too. I ever held a controller? Yeah. <laughs> it's that kind of sensation. So I mean, like, I, yeah. I beat Sekiro, but like, I remember you guys, like, like there are certain bosses that I was just like beating my head against that like you guys or Chris or whoever just like killed on their first try and I'm just like Whoa. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean Hubert has talked about it with various Souls games and it's totally true. Like there, even just talking about it with Brad, there would be things that that I struggled with that he didn't struggle with and vice versa. Yeah, and so it's yeah. just different things hit people differently. Just fine. Uh, but yeah, Bloodstained really really good. I I definitely had some skepticism and. I don't think I'm quite as into it visually as other people are. Like I didn't I didn't mind the way that it looked, but yeah. 
I don't hate it, which was yeah. a surprise. Yeah, I definitely me. don't hate it. I yeah. certainly don't feel that way. <laughs> like, um, it doesn't look as good as Symphony of the Night, obviously, because that yeah. game is perfect in every way. I, I like, thought the, the look was very serviceable for it, um, and I liked the customization that you could have with your character quite mm-hmm. a bit. But I wasn't I wasn't blown away visually by it. Um, but I, I knew I was going to like that game. I'm surprised at how much I liked it and, mm-hmm. and just... How compelling I think the package was overall. I really, really had a good time with it. I couldn't pull myself away from it when I was trying to get to the end. Uh, so that was really good. Uh, the last things, couple of things that I want to talk about before we move on to the back half of the show. I want We talked about this last time, too, uh, but I want to talk about Crash Team Racing. <laughs> Don, I feel like you're somebody that would like Crash Team Racing. Did I, you play it back in the day? I did play it. A long time ago, it feels like. Yeah. And let's see. Oh, I think I played it a little bit again back at Game Trailers now. It just popped into my mind when Damiani was working on, uh, there was a Pop Fiction episode oh, okay. where he covered ca- Crash Team oh, Racing. So, gotcha. I, so I did go back and play it a tiny bit then, but that already was a few years ago too. So uh, the new one, I really haven't played yet. I haven't. So <laughs> it's funny because I, I played Crash Team Racing back in the day yeah. on the PS1. A very, very little bit, but I didn't, I guess I, I must not have played it that much because Crash Team Racing Nitro Field like feels pretty new to me. And my experience with kart racers, it's not a, a genre that I'm super heavily invested in, but I really enjoy Mario Kart. And then other kart racers that I've tried, I like them, but there there hasn't been any that I've liked as much as Mario Kart. Yep. <laughs> Man, I, this could definitely just be a honeymoon phase. And so I'm hesitant to say this, but like Crash Team Racing Natural Field is like up there, if oh, not really? even like better wow. in a lot of ways. Better? Wow. Well, okay. So here's what I mean. I think Mario Kart sometimes doesn't get enough credit for how much skill can impact how you do. But the game itself, in a lot of ways, outside of like maybe 200cc, doesn't yeah. really apply that super effectively. Outside of online, doesn't really apply that super effectively. But adventure mode in like Crash Team Racing, at least for myself, uh, is very difficult in a way that is super satisfying, where the courses are extremely dangerous. There's so much you have to avoid. There are really tight turns. Um, there, like, and you have the mechanics take so much skill not just to pull off on their own but to pull off as you're dealing with all these other things and so mm. do you get you know the way that it works the boosting i heard the yeah. brief description of the drifting and everything yeah. which it's sounds kind of a explained. lot more difficult than uh, yeah. Mar- you know mario kart for sure it's not like automatic basically so you hit a button like mario kart but unlike mario kart where it just kind of like does it as you're going along you have to be in control of it where you hit one button you have to pay, you have to know when to hit the, the opposite button to get the boost and there are different degrees of boost that you can get you can chain them together and uh, it really just takes a lot of skill to do effectively um, but on medium difficulty in Crash Team Racing Adventure Mode like you are you are beating or I'm beating AI in like 
fractions of a second, it feels like. <laughs> and we, it's just like neck and neck until the final lap and you finally pull ahead. And so when you do get those items like those missiles where you manage to hit them just before you cross the finish line and it allows you to pass them, like you feel so good. And there are boss fights as well. And those are really challenging because like Ripperoo will be like dropping TNT behind you constantly. Um, Papu Papu will be dropping these potions behind him constantly. And so it's like not only are these tracks just difficult to navigate on their own, but he has like kind of this unlimited supply of stuff that he's throwing at you and so it's just it's really satisfying to overcome and i i don't know i'm not i'm not used to a kart racer feeling this rewarding or that i have to focus this much and it's it's kind of giving me this new outlook on this genre and it's it's a way that i really appreciate and just like it's it's so much fun and i think the, the course design in crash team racing is really excellent as well um where like there are courses that have really tight turns that kind of happen constantly, and so it's not just like, oh, I have to pay attention to one tight turn. I have a series of tight turns that I have to pay attention to, um, which is really, really cool. But I like it a lot more than I thought I would. And there's also like kind of this battle pass-esque oh, yeah. thing that they've added to the game now where for playing and for completing challenges you'll earn points which you can like use to get new things and there are different tiers of it there's bronze and silver and gold and that's actually pretty satisfying as well and it was like oh i wasn't thinking about playing online but i guess i'll give a match a go just because it will earn me this thing and get me farther along on mm. this this bar and so i actually kind of like that too but yeah just really impressed with the game didn't have this like incredible affinity for crash team racing before that but despite like playing it a little bit back in the day yeah i never saw that coming from this game because yeah. even i mean my memories the old one was like yeah it was fun but it was like it seemed like playstation had a lot of games that were like uh, they had quite a few kart racing games that were like sort of a little bit generic in terms of what they had to offer but they're yeah. fun and definitely never like approached the quality of mario kart yeah but um i guess i sort of expected that from this and so far i've heard nothing i mean but glowing reviews and mm -hmm. just looking at it you definitely see that i mean you can appreciate the, what's gone into the track design and the redesign of the graphics are beautiful right yeah. gosh it's the tracks are game. pretty and they look fun to play yeah um, and Visual i'm surprised honestly to hear of the skill that it requires because yeah. i thought it was just going to be sort of like a generic sort of like basic kart racer that's not to say that you don't have like any frustration there are definitely times where like it just so happens that they hit you with this thing that sends you tumbling off the course. And there are just moments where you feel like, well, that's, that's unfortunate or that's unlucky or that wasn't really, wasn't really much I could have done there. But I've also, that just comes with the kart racing territory, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Um, there's, there's some of that that you kind of have to accept. I'm trying to think. The only other kart racer I really liked ever besides a Mario Kart was uh, Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed. Mm. The levels in that just really shine for me. Gotcha. Like, the racing is whatever, but the levels are super cool. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Crash Team Racing. I think, Easy living. We've I got think I played oh, yeah. some of the first... Yeah, I did. I played some of the first Sonic Racing and All-Stars Transformed. It's been forever. I don't yeah. think I played a ton of them, but... All-Stars All Transformed, Transformed is one that, like, is people... Is good one. Yeah, that's... Super, super yeah, proud. Really but I remember, I remember liking my experience yeah. with it as well. Um, but that kind of put me in a crash mood and I've kind of just been in a platformer mood in general. And so I accidentally just played all the crash games in the insane <laughs> trilogy. Oh gosh. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, I didn't even like really mean to, um, but I had started crash one when it, the, the insane trilogy came out and like, Holy shit, that game is really hard. <laughs> so hard. Like, well, it's like way harder than you I think it's too. going to be. <laughs> but yeah. didn't the remaster have like 
his feet are rounded, but the hitboxes are square. They or some definitely weird changed thing. how it felt. Oh, yeah. is that true? There's some okay. weird thing with his feet. Yeah. I'm like glad he, to hear that because I, was like fe- I didn't realize that. I guess I didn't read up yeah. on it, but that's how it felt when I was playing it for sure. I was yeah. like, I did not remember this having such right. difficulty when like the like, intricate I think they, platforming they sections. They kept the old hitboxes, but now they rounded out the graphics, so you think your feet start sooner or something. Oh, um, something like that. Maybe I didn't. I, I didn't start Crash One at the beginning. I started at the first bridge level and like holy shit those bridge levels man uh, i don't know if you guys are familiar with them i mean i played original crash back in the day yeah. but i don't remember but but all it is is it's just like it's just this broken bridge and so you just have like wood panels and oh, there right. are like yep. enemies on it and like you have to do very specific mm-hmm. tight jumps <laughs> um but it was really great so i started at the first bridge level that's where my save was and then um just played the rest of it but it, it kind of turned from frustration and rage into a lot of appreciation. Um, I think Crash 1 in particular gets a lot of flack for being very, very difficult. But I, I find it difficult but very, very fair. And it's the jumping and j- just kind of the weight of Crash and how he moves is something you have to get used to. It's very distinct. But it always feels like a very, very fair game. Like you have the shadow to really guide you along. Yeah. Um, and if you're kind of paying attention and it's a game that demands patience, which I really, really like. Um, I feel like in a lot of more modern Mario games, 2d ones, you kind of can just turn your brain off and go. And it's like, well, I've played so much Mario that I can kind of get through this with little effort and you can kind of just play it very, very quickly and very fast and you, it's fine with crash. You can't do that. Like there are just times where it's like, no, just stop. Think, look at the situation, look at the obstacles in front of you. Um, and get through it. And it was interesting playing Crash 1, Crash 2, to Crash 3. I had played them all as a kid. I hadn't seen the end of any of them before. I saw the end of all of them here. And they get progressively easier. Uh Like, Crash 3 is much, much, much easier than Crash 1, and even easier than Crash 2. I think Crash 2 is the best. Um, It introduces some new mechanics um, and just ways of playing. Um, And it's just, like, a perfect sweet spot for difficulty where you'll struggle just enough uh, but not so much that you, you... I don't think there's anything that'll give anybody like too much trouble in Crash 2. But I love these collections. It's been happening. Uh, you have like the Rare Replay collection, you have the Spyro collection, um, and the Crash collection, where you can just Contra. kind of see the evolution of a series. Was, was there, there, there I felt one earlier. I, I felt right like now? two earthquakes. Oh, yeah, right for sure. Earthquake I've, right I now. I felt two earthquakes in the last the week. The TVs are moving. Really? Little one. They said we were due for more. Little one. Great. It's still <laughs> going. We're going to get swallowed We're by the Earth. We're still going right now. A little one. Oh, oh no, is. this is a pretty good one. I'm not feeling it oh, at all. Oh, yeah, there it oh, is. It's, there it's it is. Yeah, you can, yeah. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. big. You're experiencing You're a live earthquake. You're seeing an earthquake live on Look camera. Well, it's not a, live this now, is a but big, this is long, It's too. still going. This is kind of scary. There's nothing over our heads except there's a camera directly above Ian's yeah, head. We should be I'll careful if it gets hard. This is a long one. This is a big one. It's really long. It's a very long. This is bigger than the other one, I think. And it's long, swaying movements. Yeah, we're all right. We're gonna be okay. We're easing far out of it. it. Hopefully, still well, moving. It's still going. Jeez. <laughs> Do I need to like timestamp earthquake? Wow, it's still going. Timestamp earthquake. Timestamp earthquake. Now I'm like okay. I can't tell if it's I'm dizzy or if it's the earthquake. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely dizzy. I'm almost through my power bar. <laughs> running, <laughs> running out of calories. That's what I thought it was. It's I was still like, going. oh man, I'm about to black yeah. out. I think we're done now. All right. Are we you made sure? it. We survived. I don't see any movement on anything. That's what I would do, even if I feel dizzy. We survived. Living is good. 
No, Maybe I think it's around. still going. Is it's it? still going. Maybe aftershocks. Yeah. Yeah, because like right now, I feel like. It's oh yeah, yeah. Good lord, that's a long one. I wonder what the magnitude on that one is. We'll have to look. Hopefully, know. everyone's okay. Yeah, there weren't. Last I heard, there weren't fatalities from the one on Thursday, but or. It's crazy. Thursday? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, but yeah. It's cool playing all those games back to back, and I like this this trend that we're getting, where we're getting collections oh, of things man. you can see the history yeah. of the series. We're in a wonderful golden age, right? Like a new gold, or yeah. appreciating the golden age. I don't know what you'd call it, but the collections that are coming out are yeah. so spectacular. They're actually including some of the historical like documentation that went along yes. with them at the time. Totally. Often the galleries are often coming out a lot better now, and. Um, I am loving these collections. I yeah, I, I went back. I've got to go. I did the same thing as you. I got the Insane trilogy, and yeah. I was like, I did not remember this being so difficult, but it still yeah. felt really good, and it was fun, like crashes. But you're true. You have to be really methodical you in do. how you get through it. But it's the type of game that naturally urges you to want to just you want mm. to just keep going and go fast, you right. know. But uh, you really have to be patient. But uh, I think it's about time I go back because I was frustrated with it, though, because I, I often yeah. was like, I didn't remember running into this much difficulty well, with it. Um, and then the you're, you're obviously running toward the camera and away from the camera yeah, a lot. And that definitely takes a while to get used to because on levels where you're running toward the camera, like oh, from a boulder or something. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, yes. You'll, you'll see what you need to jump through, too. And you, you your brain kind of gets into this mentality where it's like, OK, I... I, I, you, I can't see what I'm going to jump to until it pops up. And so the second you see it, you want to jump. And that will often lead you to jumping way too yeah. soon. And so you have to see it and then be like, wait, am I at the edge of where I need to launch <laughs> off from? Yeah. Get to that point, then jump, and then you'll be far enough to actually make it to the platform. So you do have to kind of train yourself uh, yeah. a little bit to get through it. Uh, the Neo, what is it? Uh, Neo Geo has had a couple, they had their early collection mm -hmm. come out, oh, a bunch yeah. of the yeah. 80s games, which I'd never gotten to try. And obviously those Konami uh, collections have been pretty cool. It's so awesome. There's so much from so many different platforms and so many different genres now that are like very widely available on modern yeah. platforms, which is fantastic. So I'm yeah, loving I'm it. it. Loving it. Yeah, I love it a lot. I love it a lot. Not as much as I love this Hotake! Oh. Um... So, Don, this is the first time that you've been on Frame Trap. And, and I caused uh, an earthquake. Yeah. And you caused an earthquake. If you'd finished your power bar yeah, faster. I tried to warn you. I hope that, like, didn't... <laughs> I'm just being paranoid, but I hope that didn't, like, mess up the recording or anything. I don't <laughs> think so. I can go look if you want me to. Yeah, you will. You will need to pay attention to this. Okay, here. I'll, I'll keep listening. Okay. I'll, I'll check. All right, so, Don, this is your first time on Frame Trap. It's a very special occasion. I wanted to commemorate the occasion. I talked Thank you. Uh, with the powers that be. Okay. Uh, and this hotake is going to involve some Don Bucks. Oh. And you and Ian are going to have to work as a team. I like it. Um, so okay. you guys collectively have 100 Don Bucks. Okay. Can you keep that in your mind? Yes. I'll All right. Try. I have a little bit of a little story to tell you. Uh, imagine Nintendo had a crisis and the crisis was that waluigi snuck into nintendo in the middle of the night and just wreaked havoc and has has stolen a bunch of money destroyed a lot of of just valuable things and has just generally wreaked havoc waluigi is the, the cause for this nintendo somehow through maybe illicit channels uh or i'm sorry like illegal channels uh <laughs> Found out about the power of the Don Bucks, mm. and they have turned to you, and they said, "We need your help. We need you to save Nintendo." Yeah, 
And so what I've done is I've made a list, um, and I sent this to you guys on Slack if you want to reference oh, yeah. it. I sent you a large list of a bunch of Nintendo Switch exclusive games that are coming out in the future. And you have to use the power of the Donbucks to save them. Okay. However, there are some rules. You only have $100, yeah. and you must spend at least $20 to try to save a game. However, if you only spend $20 on a game, there's a 50-50 chance that it, that it won't be enough money to actually make it. Okay. So if you only spend twenty, if you spend forty dollars, you're good. It'll, okay. That game will be saved. That game will come out eventually. Oh, and cool. we're on twenty dollars increments only. You're on twenty dollars increments only. Okay, Wait. so we can only save five. Four, forty guarantees. Wait, forty guarantees. No, so we can only save two of them for sure. Well, for sure. For sure, yeah. So you, it's up to you. You can only you can just spend a hundred dollars on one if yeah. you want. It's up to you <laughs> to decide how to divide the money. But you have to spend in twenty dollars increments. And you have to spend at least $20, and if you only spend $20, there's a 50-50 chance 50 shot. that it won't work. So these are these are the Nintendo this Switch awesome. exclusive games that I are coming this. down the line I'm excited. that I wrote down. <laughs> we have The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. We have Animal Crossing New Horizons, Metroid Prime 4, Astral Chain, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Luigi's Mansion 3, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Remake, Bayonetta 3, No More Heroes 3, The Panzer Dragoon Remake, Dragon Quest XI-S. One other question. Yeah. What, how do we know the 50-50? That's just pure luck? I, I have oh. a D10 right ah. here <laughs> that I will roll. I got ahead of myself. And I will, I will let you know uh, oh, this after, is great. after the money has this been so allocated. Exciting. What is it? We'll, evens and odds? We're in charge of Nintendo. It? So yeah. if, it's, if, it's a, if it's a one through a five, it will not get funded. If it's a six through a ten, it will get funded. Wow. Is I thought he was going to go odd or even. <laughs> is that equal chances? <laughs> I don't know. How do, how do numbers work? Actually, Six, seven, I don't eight, think it is nine, equal ten. chances. Because One, two, it, three, four, five. you do no, get certain. But I, I know technically it's equal, but I've got that horse racing game <laughs> where, look, they put each horse on a different number, and some of them have longer tracks because it's proven that somehow certain numbers are rolled more frequently, I believe. That cannot be true on a die I believe it's true. Rating. I know it seems so, irrational, but so it's, it, it's true. I have also downloaded a coin flipping app on my phone. <laughs> we'll do both. If, if, if the, if the <laughs> we, we will instead go to a coin flipping thing, which I don't think we can argue will be equal. All right. It'll definitely be equal. Who knows who programmed this yeah. app? That's true. They could be disreputable. <laughs> I think that's people true. get sevens more than ones. I don't know. That's true. I, I, I did not bananas. I did not verify. What if there's evens and odds on the die? Okay, so if it's heads, if <laughs> it's heads, the game will be. be saved. If it's tails, it will not be. All right. All right. Are you happy with that? I like both. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Okay. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. We'll we'll do the coin flipping one officially, and we then should maybe... alternate. Yeah. You should alternate. alternate? You want to alternate? Yeah. Oh, it would be great if we had a third method that could choose which method we're going to choose. Yeah. I'm trying my best. A third here. binary <laughs> method. <laughs> you can flip this coaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait. Both sides say easy A. Well, one's backwards. Oh, okay. Uh, Ian, this is exciting. We are in charge of Nintendo, and we've got a lot of uh, guaranteed winners here. I yeah. Mean, yeah, and I I. Well, for me, this I can is the, answer questions this and is I can the talk to you if thing you want. In the world for me. But I yeah. don't get to make any of these decisions. You yeah. get to decide yeah, where think, the money goes. I think this is really, we're thinking the same thing. So we, on we gotta, three, why don't we say the same name? Because since we're both thinking the same exact <laughs> <Okay>. game, <laughs> I uh, have an idea of what it probably is. Ready? 
You okay. can count us down, Ben. So All we're right. at three, two, one. Then we say it. On go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Three. That we're saving. Wait. He's saying three, two, one. Then we say it, right? Three, two, one. It's like it's like rock, paper, scissors. It's three, two, one. Shoot. Three, two, one. Game. Yeah. Got so, it. three, two, one. Breath Panzer's of the wild. Dragoon. What? <laughs> <laughs> you knew I wasn't thinking. What Panzer's do you mean? Dragoon. What else would you choose? Breath of the Wild You knew I wasn't thinking Panzer's Dragoon. I'm just kidding, but we got to get that one on the list. We got to give that one at least twenty. Yeah, we can Bre- throw in a twenty. Breath of the Wild two certainly. Breath right? of the Wild two for me is the only like needs a forty. So this is the weird thing to me though. Forty, you say, hey, we should give it twenty because it's a guaranteed winner. What? No, no, no. If you I give know it, that you believe you, in the heart of the car. If, if you only give it $20, there's a 50-50 chance. He knows chance. how it I think, but He's I just feel saying that it's a good enough <laughs> yeah, game exactly. that it would carry it through. Right, so it no would bring through. If you only give Breath of the Wild two string budget, it's going to win no matter what. Even on a shoestring budget, it's going to succeed. Don, we can't take that chance. And then we save our money for the bigger fish, like Panzer Dragoon. Pulling for Panzer Dragoon. Don, yes, I'm excited about it. I'm going to. I would I would push for forty on Breath okay, of the Wild too. Okay, 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 okay. Let's uh, do it. And then we could do twenty but on Panzer Dragoon. first? How will we know when we save Nintendo though? Well, you only have a hundred dollars. Okay. So yeah. you you you're saving really as much as you can. Okay. There's nothing wrong with Nintendo. Oh, you want to save yeah, keep five in mind days. the rest of these games that you, you don't save fun five? are lost oh, forever. You They're gone save forever. Five? They will not huh? exist. Wait, but we can set... I want to for sure save Breath of the Wild 2. Can if we you spend save less five, than 20? No, you have to spend at least 20. Oh. And if you save five games, that means everything is a 50-50 chance. Right, so my thing is, is it better to... I think the guarantee of one tentpole is worth uh, spending 40 on one because the 50-50 shot on the others... You know, there's a chance we think wouldn't get any way. game. I have a good way of thinking about this. We're on a cruise ship called... The Nintendo, yes, that's Nintendo, and it's sinking. I'm with you so far. It's sinking fast. Yeah. Here we have this list of people we can bring into the <laughs> ship with us. But if we bring five, wait, so they die with us? No, no, bring into the life ship. Oh, the life. Boat. We can we can possibly squeeze up to five into this little ship, but then each one is only going to have fifty fifty chance of living, or. It could scuttle we the whole ship. We bring two close friends and one other take a chance on what isn't it worth? And then isn't we shoot everyone else who's trying to get on <laughs> right the Right between the eyes. Yeah. Isn't it worth trying to save five no. instead of, and risking losing them all than it is guaranteeing <laughs> saving two? <laughs> I'm really on Dine's side here. I just want to say. I don't know about this. Well, but here's the thing. Just a roll the dice. Roll the dice. Roll but the here's dice. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the gambling spirit is coming through so hard. <laughs> but here's the thing. To flip your analogy right okay. on its head. Okay. There's a chance that if we take five people onto the boat, the whole boat gets weighed down because no one is saved. 50-50 shot each. We all drown. It's true. So yeah. if we if we save two for sure, we know we get out alive. But imagine how good it's gonna feel if you take that chance and all five or six. You did. Here's you my did thing. Or just think we're all just the uh, waters above our eyeballs, yeah. and we're like we're here together, friends. Here's my thing. We save Breath of the Wild for sure. <sighs> okay. And then what would it be? Three others. 
Man, and it really makes it tough when, if one of them yeah, is This Panzer is the Dragon. easiest look, thing look, in the there's, world. There's for some me. pretty incredible games. This is on the that easiest. List. Do you want to hear how I would do it? No, we got to do it as a team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> I mean, for me, Metroid Prime 4. Okay, I'll give you. We can do Legend of Zelda 40 if, okay. you, want, if you want. Are we since locking since that in? Because I'm going to write you're it okay down. With it. Since we're a team, yes. If you're but then okay can we choose. Panzer Dragoon, how many? Wait, so then we get three after that, three 20s. Yeah. Or, yeah, three 20s. 320s, I'm agreeing Zelda. with you on the 320s okay, now because I don't care about any of these. All right, compromise. <laughs> we do it. <laughs> okay, so Panzer, you've, you've given Breath of the Wild $40. $40. I would love... <sighs> Metroid Prime 4 has been troubled. Who knows? They had restarted it. That is true. It's like, like hey, want... look, Other M was Other M, right? Oh, it doesn't God. mean Metroid's guaranteed Was it ever? Winner. But it's Metroid Prime 4. But yeah. it's not, there's no guarantees. It's the one I want to be good the most probably on this list. And it must be good. I'm sure it will be. How can I... it can't? I hope so. How can it not? Um, uh, so, I mean, I would give Metroid Prime 4 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You got to take a risk you on it, take, for sure. That means you only have two sure. yeah, other games. Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, Don, Don wants that Panzer Dragoon, <laughs> <laughs> which I would let drown in a heartbeat. Yeah, man. Bring Panzer Dragoon crowd <laughs> back in. we got to save Nintendo. <laughs> save Nintendo. It means we have one more game that we can spend 20 All hours right. on. Pragmatically... Pragmatically, it's got to be Pokemon, right? Why does it have to be Pokemon? It'll sell the most. Animal Crossing is going to sell a lot, too. I think Pokemon will sell more. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. And I want to play it more than Animal Crossing, maybe. Sure. Hmm. But I don't know. Looking at this list. Because the other ones are like some darlings. Wait, how many more But they won't sell we as well. Only Link's one? Awakening you might sell really I mean, well. you, you can say, like, hey, we're going to choose to rearrange the money. But right now, yeah. based on what I've heard, you've got $40 on Breath of the Wild 2. You've got $20 on Metroid Prime 4. You've got $20 on the Panzer Dragoon remake. And you get one more choice. <laughs> I, would I say, can't choose. I'd say Sword and Shield, probably. Yeah. Also, hey, I we get two point. scoos oh, that's for true, 20 that's bucks. That's true. That's true. I didn't think of that. I did not Woo-hoo! think of that. Game and... All right. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to do Pokemon Sword and Shield? Okay. <laughs> if you're if cool you, with it. It's tough. What else is pulling at you, Don? I mean, certainly. <laughs> I mean, like, we all want Luigi's Mansion to Yeah, win. I guess and it's we, true. All we want, want Luigi's Mansion. Awakening. We want Bayonetta. Uh, we want Dragon Quest. Um, but you can only fit we so want many Astral on this All right. Yeah, I'll I'll agree with you. I think I think that's true. That's a pragmatic choice. See, I, I love the two different personalities because Ian's like, let them all drown, and Don's like, let's save them all. <laughs> <laughs> really fighting against each other. We don't need video games. All, all right. right, let's roll them dice. Roll okay. them dice. <laughs> so, we, just to Dude, what, one if we more save time. them all, all the ones we one gonna, more time. Well, it's gonna be great. Breath of the Wild two, you're guaranteed saving at forty dollars. Nice. Metroid Prime four, you're taking a significant risk on at twenty dollars. <laughs> Pokemon Sword and Shield, you're taking a risk on at twenty dollars. And finally. Panzer Dragoon Remake, you're taking the risk on at $20. Yes, feels good. All right. Which one do we want to roll for first? Let's get it out of the way, Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> okay. All right, Don, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap this coin on Come my phone. On. It's going to flip. If it is heads, big money, big it is money, saved. Money, if it is tails, money, it is not. Big money, big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Oh, yeah! <laughs> No, that's that's a tails. What? What? That's a tails. Yeah. 
That's, that's Lady Liberty's head. No, no, no. Flip, it, flip it again. You can see the other side is his heads. Oh, oh man! It's got George Washington's head on it. Ultimate devastation. <laughs> the Statue oh. of Liberty. Oh man! The rules are the rules. The oh, Panzer Dragoon remake is wiped from existence. I'm <laughs> this company is doomed. It's vanished. It's vanished. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in the CEO office, I would just start screaming, we're doomed right All now. Right. You would try to throw a chair out the we... window, but it wouldn't break. <laughs> Bounce back and hit me in the head. I pass we... out. 20 minutes later, I wake up and start screaming, we're doomed again. And, and you're like, like, what happened? And we're like, we lost Panzer Dragoon. We're trying again. Do we want Pokemon or Metroid Prime 4? I'm trying to jump out the window and bounce back. What? Pokemon or Metroid Prime 4? Metroid Prime. Let's try it. All right, here we go. Because our cash cow. This is like a slow flip, too. Pokemon's our big cra- money, cash big cow. Money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Damn it! What the heck? This Man. is rigged. Do the die. Do the die. Use the die. Evens and odds. Go back to Panzer Evens Dragoon. So do you do want me die. to use yep. the die yep. for... Evens po- and odds. Yeah, Evens like, and odds? I don't trust Evens this Evens is heads, odds is tail. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Evens and odds. Uh, by the way, Metroid Prime 4 is gone. Yeah, dude. Wait, we can't redo <laughs> Panzer Dragoon with the die? You only get you only get one. Oh, man. We're using the die for... <laughs> what are the other ones? Pokemon. Pokemon. All right, so evens it succeeds. How on earth? Gods it does not. Yeah. Right. One, three, five, right. seven, yeah. nine. Yeah. 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 Evens yeah. and odds. Yeah. Evens and odds. <laughs> Wait, is that? It's yeah. equal. Okay. It's good. Two, four, six, eight, ten. <laughs> You're all. You're making me go crazy here. Like, wait, what is this? Like, do the die! Do the coin! Do the die! <laughs> Alright, here we go. Last one. Big money, two, big, two money, big, money big money, 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 big money. Here we go. Oh, oh! It fell off the edge! We're not gonna, you know, Doesn't count. D&D rules, we Doesn't don't count. count it. Yep, don't count. We don't count it. <laughs> Alright, one more time. One more time. Big money, big money, big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Fuck! See? They, they all want to drown! Yeah, but the next three might be even. <laughs> they all want to drown if we wait too right. late! So Pokemon Pokemon is gone. So all we have is Zelda, does it, right? It's enough! Oh, Zelda's... that would have been... What was that? That would have been, been a six. One more roll. I told you, see? We're going to get three evens in a row now. Three do you want me to do two more? Keep rolling, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Okay. You want me to do Look one, this, two three more? evens now. All right, uh. well, that was a <laughs> 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 It was a five. <laughs> my, this is a very heavy streak. die. My lucky streak has been broken tonight. <laughs> You're precious. We Otaki. didn't have a streak. Your Hotaki has broken we my streak. We got it all wrong, Doc. <laughs> so Nintendo is furious at you. <laughs> the only game they have coming out is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild That's 2. That's enough. And yeah. hopefully that'll be enough to save them. The Metroid first... Prime. Here are all the games that will not come out. <laughs> Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4, Astral Chain, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Luigi's Mansion 3, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Link's Awakening Remake, Bayonetta 3, a lot of threes, <laughs> No More Heroes 3, The Panzer Dragoon <laughs> Remake. <laughs> we fought hard for it. Uh, we fought Dragon hard. Quest 11S, none of those games are coming Jeez. out. Here's the deal, man. The cream is going to rise yep. to the yeah. top. Yep. We've separated the wheat from the they'll, chaff um, they'll, or whatever They'll announce called. Breath of the Wild 2 as to be released with the XL, not the mini, the Switch XL. Everyone's like... Texting about like oh earthquakes. Yeah, I know. Everyone's like, our are you phones alive? are all going crazy. Yeah, we're, just, we're just uh 
We're fine. That was really Other fun. Other than though. Nintendo going belly up, well, we're cool. Yeah, we're despite cool. despite, despite the oblivion <laughs> of Nintendo's games, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys were you guys were into that. Which that was I, fun, I was, man. Was that was fun. Uh, are we ready to end the show with some emails? Sure. Let's do it. All right. Our first email asks about love. <laughs> it's a ready, uh, uh, now that you've done so much killing, are you ready to talk about love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rodrigo asks, Hi, Ben and Allies. I was wondering if you could talk about a topic that I feel is rarely touched upon when discussing video games, and that is, what are some of your favorite video game romances? What are your favorite love stories in <gasps> games? Even the most violent and action-heavy games continue to make place for love, and with it being one of the core tenets of human existence, it's an omnipresent topic that has and is tackled in so many different ways. So there it is, really wondering what you think about it. The Last of Us... Uh, left behind. Mm, that's a good one. To was bring a good up. one. That's a good one. To bring I thought that was nicely done. Uh, there are two that immediately spring to mind for me. What? Are, what are they? Zidane and Garnet from Final Fantasy IX sure. really gets me. I like that one a lot. Um, and then Welkin and Alicia from Valkyria Chronicles mm. really gets me too. Mm. I think that one was good. But it also makes me realize. That there aren't that many video game romances that I'm like super super into that are yeah, all that like, happen. Yeah, surprised that a bunch but didn't pop not, in my not mind too at all. many that that I like. I'm super invested in. Like Sweet Coden didn't really have any. Uh, just the relationships were really good, but not romantic yeah, relationships. Yeah. Uh, oh, a lot of bonding um, in wartime. In Mass Effect Two, mm. um, what's her oh, name? Oh, Mass Effect mm. is good. To I didn't even what's think her name? Yeah. Liara. Liara. Liara? Yeah. But they botched it, I think. Uh, yeah, I, the, it was like weird. The series, it like got, she it became got weirder thing, over time, and then it like yep. was all. I was. I remember I even said like, "Let's not save the universe. Let's just yeah. get married and go be together." And she was like, "I have things to do." And I was like, "This yeah. is dumb." Mm. <laughs> yeah, sharp character turn for Liara. Yeah, it was like weird. Still, Ugh. probably my favorite character in that series. Oh yeah, mm, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. There are a lot of characters. I like there are a few good ones in two. Yeah, two two is. Two's the one. Two is pretty damn good. Two's the hotness. Uh, yeah. Nothing else pops into mind. Nothing else pops into mind. Well, it keeps keeps doing it. If any pop into mind, those were the two that popped into my mind. Um, yeah, I think are really good. Final Fantasy Ten as well. Yeah, I thought of Ten. It was sort of weird. I I mean I I played Ten and Ten Two, but it was so long ago. I can't remember if they just kind of like were in love. Suddenly, or if it like actually, it was developed. very much a like people from different places yeah, kind of coming yeah. together and bonding. But it seemed like a foregone conclusion to me the whole time. Mm. It was like, well, these two are clearly going to hook up at some point. Mm. But I don't know. A little bit too obvious for you, maybe. I mean, it's been so long. I'm looking at it through the lens of memory. Uh, next email comes in from Max, who says experiences with chess. Hey, allies, your recent Top 10 One More Time Games video got me thinking about my recent experience with chess. I've played video games my whole life, but only recently started to delve into the world of online chess. While I'm still a complete novice, I've found that after I spent just a little time learning basic tactics and strategy, chess has proven to be an incredibly fun and rewarding game. Not only that, I sometimes find myself playing online chess for several hours at a time without realizing time has passed at all. Do any of you have any good experience with chess or other... Another game that isn't necessarily video games. Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I used to play chess a ton. Nice. I loved chess when I was younger to the point where I was like, 
on a team. I went to chess Whoa. camp. We like we me and my friend would be like reading. We would like spend our summer reading, reading like openings, <laughs> you know, strategies. What? And they had whole books of just chess strategies yeah. you could read, openings and stuff. So I was like way into it. I played a lot over my over my life, but when I was older, not quite as much. I mean, I play with my pops still t- sometimes when I visit him, but. Um, this is incredible. Risk, I found. You know, I'm a massive fan of Risk. I did not know that. And it shares, Risk shares, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of similarities to chess in many ways, just in terms of, like, control over the board and everything and the way, you know, you're limit restricted in movement, but um, it, a lot more complex. And uh, there was quite a while <laughs> where you've heard of people playing chess at parks. Me and my good friend we're on a streak where we're going regularly to this park and hanging out and we play risk (laughs) (laughs) which you can imagine setting up the risk board yeah it was wonderful unless we get stuck at a bench without shade you know sometimes how long ago was this that was like um we probably haven't played maybe mm, we haven't played at a park probably in a couple years yeah so it was probably like a period of time a couple years ago uh, (laughs) from like five years ago to like three years ago or maybe even longer have you ever played um, diplomacy don did we play one did we play once i've played that sounds real familiar it's fun like envisioning you ask that in a general sense like have you ever been a diplomat (laughs) have you ever been no i don't believe it yeah um i love diplomacy you uh, i think maybe you described that game it's like risk but without any dice so it's all just decisions no no chance involved yeah Uh which i prefer personally but like oh boy diplomacy is brutal my cousin betrayed me in it one time like you know, a decade ago, and he like it like still comes up. He'll like still bring it up. He's like <laughs> he betrayed. He he brings it up. I don't bring it up, but he's just like he's just like something changed when I when I backstabbed you in that game of diplomacy. You never looked at me the same. <laughs> I was like, ah. uh, I used to play chess with my dad quite a bit, um, and that was cool because with video games, like we used to play games together. But it very quickly got to a point where like. I got so into games and so obsessed with games that he was like, I can't do that. Like, I don't, I don't play, I'm not invested in games in the way that you are way too obsessed with them. And so we would play chess and that was just like, it was something that he introduced me to that he was really into and we'd play together and that was really fun. And then I would, I believe I had Chess Master, I don't know if you guys ever played Chess Master on Game Boy and Genesis. I definitely had one or the other, but... I would play that a little bit too, but I haven't played chess in forever. And this email, just reading it, I was like, "Oh, I'd be down for a game of chess." I don't know if I'd like want to play online, but like, I don't know, getting getting together with Jason Wishnov has been getting really into chess lately. He Interesting. I I I played Go instead of chess. I don't think I've ever yeah, played Go. Go is the Chinese yeah. uh, black and oh, white yeah, little yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's about like territory <clears throat> control. Mm. I really like I it. I never like learned that. how to play it. You'll it's cool. Show well, me, show it's it kind of a funny thing because like when, when playing it in real life, I've never lost because I've always had to teach the person I was about to play right before I played them. <laughs> and like, I, you know, obviously I teach them the actual rules. The rules are pretty simple, but like, you know, it's a hard game. And I'm, and then I, you know, I'll play against the computer or something and just get decimated. When I go home to the Midwest, there card games tend to like just, you know, actual not like oh yeah, like uh, oh, Magic oh, the Gathering, yeah, oh, but yeah. like like actual <laughs> yeah, card games. Card. We tend to play them, and it's like I only do them once or twice a year, like pretty infrequently. And it's always like, wait, how do I play this again? Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys have that with board games. We or card play games where it's like you yeah. don't play them enough for the rules to completely stick every time. Yeah. My family, we play copious 
hours and hours of board games and card games when we're together. Mm-hmm. Um, Hearts is a big one. Spite and Malice is a big one. Uh, a lot of, you know, Wizard, Five Crowns, a bunch of card games, and, like, board games, too. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, besides that pinball game, I would play, like hearts on the computer you know because it oh, just yeah. was installed uh-huh. and i i oh. feel like i never completely <laughs> yeah. understood how to play hearts, hearts like is i great. like half understood how to play hearts. i love hearts yeah i i enjoyed it's one of my favorite cards messing games. around with it i would like to learn learn more about it card games are man i get way into card games our last frame trip question comes in from tyler it's a bit of a long one so strap up it's, it's another game it's actually kind of similar to the hotake uh, hey, Ben nice. and allies, I would like you all to imagine a world where Smash Brothers was never created. So, you know, an ideal world for Great. you. Great, yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sounds good. However, in this world, a lesser-known Nintendo game director who gained some attention for helping to create the Kirby series is suddenly struck with an idea for a game that could change everything. He wants to create a Nintendo mascot fighter, but it has got to be different than most other fighting games. He wants platforms, and instead of draining health, you have to knock your opponent off the stage. He gets to work right away, starting with what characters to put in the game. So, allies, what Nintendo characters make the cut? You must follow the same format as the original Smash Brothers. Eight characters with four unlockable. And this is based on Nintendo games' popularity today with no third parties yet. Oh, so he had the idea today. Yeah, so it's now. Based on what's popular now. You could argue in this timeline that games like Fire Emblem would not be as popular over here since Smash was not out, but we won't get that deep. Just base it on how popular games are in this timeline. This is also not based just solely on popularity either. You could argue for more niche fight characters based on how beloved they are by fans. For example, F-Zero has been gone for ages, but you could argue Captain Falcon based on uh, the want for a new game. And just because he's a fan favorite. This doesn't need to be just a ranking of Nintendo's most popular franchises. Plus, it would be a very Sakurai thing to do to put someone like Duck Hunt in the game. Uh, so yeah, so he, he also lists examples as well and gives us characters to think about. I can rattle some of those off if we get well, stuck. But what Eric, if you could make Smash right now... You have to now, do 12? You have to do 12. Or, or just as many as I mean, as obviously Mario. Yeah, obviously. obviously. I think you have to do Mario and Luigi. Yeah, Mario, Luigi. Link, probably. Yep. And you know, I'm going to argue for Peach. Zelda. I'm going to argue oh, for Peach. Peach. And yeah. I think Zelda, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I bet he would put Kirby in it. Yeah, I think Kirby. I feel like we're just. <laughs> oh, we're just we're, wait. We're these just are all already special. in. Yeah, 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 I was, yeah, I was right, gonna say Donkey Kong. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, like they, they, they were there uh, for a reason. Right, the two uh, Ryu Ryu Hibusa from Wave Race. Oh, from Wave Race sixty four. Yeah, I think we're saying Ryu from Street Fighter. What Wave Race No, we can do it. We can do it. Ryu Hibusa from Wave Race. Yeah, and. uh Wave race, baby. There we go. We see we need a Don for there this. Yeah, yeah. This is good. Uh, what other? I mean, Nintendo Yoshi for... probably. Yoshi. Um... I like the weird ones, though. Well, I'm just going by popularity. And he says we don't have to go for popularity. Hmm. Oh. Uh... I guess we do have to make a case for them. I think Don's well, Bayonetta is case. now a Nintendo property. Kind Wait, of. No, there's no more heroes a Nintendo it's, property? That so is, right? Nintendo, yeah, it's... Well, it's it's, mm, it's not created by Nintendo. So I think that is kind of a stipulation that we have, is that it has to be created by Nintendo. Okay, so that wouldn't count. No more heroes. Um, 
What would be another good one? We would just I, named I, a Samus bunch that are already. Probably, in it. I've always really liked Dixie Kong. I think Dixie Kong oh, is yes. cool. Yes, Dixie Kong. Can awesome. we put Dixie yeah. Kong in the game? Sure. All right. Love Dixie Kong. Uh, remember, so we have eight regular and then four unlockable. I still think Samus would go in there, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what if we. Okay. <gasps> Samus, yes, I'm way. I love Samus, of course. Let's just put. Mother, Mother Brain! Brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he wouldn't say it. Would yes. he, he wouldn't. Mother what Brain. Do? That would be Mother sick. Brain. Look, come on, we that can do so it. Sick. Let's just do it. Yes, it would I be don't awesome. even know how that would really work. I know, like, how would it work? <laughs> it would be amazing. Let's get, like, let's get a little bit weird with that it. That would be so cool. Mother Brain. I love and it. we could put Samus in as well. Sure, so how many yeah. do we have right now? <laughs> I don't know. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have nine already. Okay, so three. I think Mother Brain would be unlockable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, jeez, um, what are some other oh, Nintendo? Um, I I really like the addition of Inkling. I would put Inkling. In yeah, I thought of that. Inkling, yeah. great. But that's man. I, I know it's, it's tough to think the ones that are it's, not. Yeah, already. it's a bummer thinking of a character that's already in there. Yeah. What about like just a cart from Mario Kart? <laughs> <laughs> just a cart, a driverless yeah. cart. <laughs> We're putting it in. <laughs> I'm way too. Can it have the wooden wheels at this least? Those wooden, can it have those wooden wheels on it? Can it just <laughs> and the, the announcer man. Cart. Cart. <laughs> Cart. <laughs> okay, so we've got ten. We got two more. That was that's that's the caliber that yeah, I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cart. Cart. Um, oh, you okay? This is just dumb. I'm sorry, <laughs> but the flagpole for Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, the master hand. Sick, the fact dude. that you went oh, <laughs> so for hard. the flagpole. No, I was just thinking what a challenge that would be. It would be a hard opponent. Are we putting that in? Yeah, uh, I even. think the mechanics Flags for the in. flagpole, you can't move, but if any other player touches you, they go to the top of the flagpole and they're just done. It locks them out. <laughs> or if you, could, like, you couldn't move, but be, the flagpole's like, Always vertical, all the way through the entire yeah. height of the stage, and the flag can move super fast. Oh up and down, yeah, or attack and right, right. Yes, so yes, you yes, can't yes. move, but you can attack. One like, of the specials. Super, you know. One of the specials could be fireworks. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Other inanimate objects like coins, master <laughs> hand. Uh. The master hand was wait, so playable. I guess. Wait, when you oh, say yeah, Ryu Hayabusa, that's the name of a character in Wave Race and not Ninja Gaiden. Is now what you're thinking? I think it's the same name is though. Okay. I believe so. I might be mixing I'm not it up. With Wave it may Race, not so. be. I thought it was Ryu also, but it's definitely Hayabusa. I think it's the First same. First, I thought name. you were saying Street Fighter, and then Hayabusa. No, I'm I think like, they use the same name. Yeah, I believe they use the same name. All right, we got one more spot. You know Wave Race. I don't. I could be wrong. I think I'm right though. Okay, what are the what are the big other franchises that we haven't? Or what are some of the forgotten ones yeah. that haven't had the sequels they should have? Uh, don't know. No guest characters. No, it has to be made by Nintendo. Okay, so no Rayman or anything. Rayman's uh, good though. It's yeah, a good Rayman pick. would be a good one. I wanted to be something kind of dumb. <laughs> All the blood that they cut out of the version of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the Super that Nintendo. Got, like, that's a really got, like, good idea. It got like All the saved blood. up. It could be yeah. the butter blood. What, All the real really? blood that they oh, took okay. out. <laughs> they put it in a room. But that's Mortal Kombat wasn't made by Nintendo. Well, yeah, 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 right. That's true, that's true, that's true. But Nintendo took all the blood. <laughs> and they put it in an elevator in the Shining Hotel. <laughs> hmm. Um. <laughs> Okay, what about what about like Wart from the end of Super Mario Brothers Two? Oh, or the uh, what's the rat 
you know, the rat. Mauser? Uh, yeah, Mauser could be Mauser cool. throwing bombs? Yeah, Mauser yeah. could be kind of sick. Dude, Mauser? <laughs> I don't even really like Super Bar Brothers 2, but just something weird that has I like done. it. I like it. What about, it. like, yeah. what about a weird meta character called Offscreen? And its power is it's never on screen, but you can go around the edges of the screen and then just throw, like, dry bones bones or, like, lava up or, like, a cheap, cheap fish. What about, but always what about from off screen. how could you attack? Where? How would you know how to attack it? That doesn't oh, really feel like a character, be a tough though. opponent. It'd be it's a like, tough it's opponent. like, yeah, like a like, weird The announcer force. just goes off screen. <laughs> or like poltergeist or something. I don't know. Kinetic what energy. About, what about Boo. a dry bones? A dry bones would be pretty good. Oh, yeah, dry bones. Fishbone would be cool. Yeah. If you could like fall apart at will and then reassemble oh, yeah. to a That's your dodge? Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I like dry bones. I like Mauser. That was a good one. Um... Uh, the announcer himself. <laughs> I really—that's a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> announcer like sound waves. Yeah, announcer. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna lock in announcer. I don't even know how conceptually that would work. I feel like we're kind of breaking the rules. Just here. a guy. <laughs> All right. So here's like here's who would be boots. here's who I think would be part of the standard eight. So Mario, Luigi, all the boring ones. Link, Zelda, Kirby, um, Samus. I think Dixie would be oh, part yeah. of it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's <laughs> Flag Ball. <laughs> <laughs> let's make Ryu Hayabusa the last standard eight, and then yeah, we'll make. I gotta check if I'm wrong about that. I feel we'll make Mother Brain. Uh, driverless cart, <laughs> flagpole, and announcer the unlockable characters. Yeah, yeah. There you, you go. Get weird That's what DLC. we do with Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, let me know if, if that is indeed Ryu Hayabusa. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. If you do want to send in an email to Ask Easy Allies and have us get dumb, uh, the email address is askeasyallies at gmail.com. One more time, that is askeasyallies at gmail.com. Big, big, big thank you to my panel uh, for joining me. Ian, uh, you don't get to be on Frame Trump all that often, so I appreciate it. And Don. I was close. I was close. What was it? Ryota Hayami. (laughs) (laughs) Close. Close. You know, Ben, I think I I was thinking Ninja Gaiden, but I I meant Ryota Hayami. (laughs) (laughs) You were close. That was the one. And we could throw in Ayumi Stewart, too. She's cool. I don't know who it is. Oh, the female wave racer. We're capped out. <laughs> okay. Well, well, which one do you want? Do you want Ryota or um, who is it? Ryota Hayami. Yeah. Ryota Hayami. Ryota Hayami. Okay. Yeah. So Ryota Hayami. Yeah. Put in now Ryu is in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now <he> somehow. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for Frame Trap. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time.